Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Wow. Welcome on into the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks will be joined momentarily uh, with Aton Shander. And it's game day, Barrett. Finally, yeah. we have a game. I don't know if I've ever looked forward to the preseason more than I am right now because, obviously, of what we went through last year. It's going to be so great to see football with, with fans in the stands here in Philadelphia. No question. We're yeah. looking at a situation where this probably this. I'll say my first year in the league, I was I was anticipating, you know, being, uh, you know, my first game, you know, preseason game was against Minnesota. But this has to be second best to that, man. I oh, you remember. You remember yeah. the opponent of your first preseason I game. I remember who I played against. Is that right? Yes, it was who Minnesota was it? Vikings. Chris Dolman. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> welcome to the league, son. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who else exactly. was on that team? Hovan? Who else? <laughs> was right? Chris there? Chris, yeah, was I don't think Chris yet? was there. No, Colin Stalin, uh, Stalin was there. They had a defense. Uh, it wasn't just Dolman. Oh right. no, it was they yeah, were a good defense. They were um, a good group. And yeah, Dwayne Rudd. Rudd. Yeah, oh, Winfield Rudd. was there. Okay, Dwayne Rudd was there from yep. for, uh, from Alabama. Yep. Um, the quarterback from Florida State. What was his name? Oh my goodness, talk more trash than anybody I know, man. Uh, you know, picture that from a cornerback from uh, Florida State, Corey something, Corey. Oh, wait, wait, Corey. wait. Um, oh, it's not Corey Aversa. Who's that? No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but Corey, I, I forget Corey's last name, man. Um, uh, Corey Fuller. There you Fuller. go, Corey okay. Fuller. Okay. Corey Fuller. He was starting at cornerback. Who else did they have that was there? How many Fullers good? have been in the league at, at cornerback? I mean, there's a ton of cornerbacks and a ton of Fullers, period. Well, you know, I played with, with, Fuller. Fuller. with Fuller. Yeah. 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 <laughs> William Fuller's a wide out, though. Yeah, they're not all cornerbacks, but I'm saying no. there's a bunch of them that were. William Fuller's also a defensive end. I played with him. Wow. He was not an all-pro really guy. Crazy. Well, I tell you, Barrett was out to dinner last night. We're going to have to get a recap oh of that. And, and how about this? We got guests did, coming on. Yeah, did I reminisce, you I reminisce. Wait a second. Barrett coming through more so than – like this is on the level of Jake Asman coming through with Jeremy Piven. And we if, might, 
right? Well, you might yeah, have to yeah. go toe to toe with Jay Gasman today. It's as far as who has helped the show more so in the past week. Well, we got a five boxer going on today because I have my I boy, wait. you know, Charlie Batch. Uh, I played with him in Detroit and we went to uh, Pittsburgh together. He backed up Ben all those years. In fact, he's the one that got Ben going um, in his NFL career. And then I got uh, Max Starks. Max Starks nice. was 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 the heir apparent to me, you know. So now are they both joining in separate boxes? No, oh, but they they go on the same time. Yeah, we got we're going to five boxer, baby. They have the link, correct? Yes. On the beautiful radio network presented by Rocket Mortgage. Not Corey Seidman. Huh? <laughs> I just looked at the same thing. Corey Seidman. <laughs> Not the Philly. Brooks and Harry Mays. All right, it's game day. Game day. Where's Can't your wait. uniform? Like, where you should be wearing a helmet, Barrett Brooks. <laughs> you don't have an old helmet that fits. I, I'm old, you know, right now my loyalty is, is is torn, man. I mean, I got my two favorite no, teams not. playing against each other. Stop it. It's like the Barrett. Not it's torn. You won a Super Bowl with yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Eagles drafted you, then cut you. Right. right? That, that's like saying but they just decided me back. That's like saying if Jacob Media were going head-to-head -head with the Fanatic, I'd be like, oh, man, I'm really torn right now. <laughs> the hell out of here. You ain't no. torn. They pay me now. I mean, Well, the, know, the uh, team doesn't pay you. Look, yeah, the Eagles break off ends to me. Yes, I do a whole lot of events really? for them and everything else. Yes. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yes. whoa. This is breaking yes. news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. this yes, is Harry. breaking news. We yeah. have yes, next Harry Mays. As far wow. as why Barrett Brooks' initial prediction for the team was okay. 12 and five. 11, 11 and six, I think. Oh, it was 11 and six. Yeah, I think it was 11 and six. And so you are bought and paid for. Yes. Now now I get it. He's oh, like, hey, Harry, you can't bite a hand to feed you now, yeah. Harry. <laughs> He's like me and the Sixers. All right, 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 right yeah. Bad word for me yeah. about Darryl I am not bought <laughs> by anybody. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you're not you're not hard to deal with. Now, all you need is you get you a nice sandwich, you know, at lunchtime. You know, not that hard to deal with, man. Right, it, just, right. it doesn't take much for you. You know what I'm saying, Harry? Yeah. This is the Barrett Bowl tonight. It is. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And we have a couple of other guys, as Barrett was mentioning, before we were joined by Sports Map Radio and the great Ron Culver, who will provide a NFL edition of fake news today. But, oh, yeah? Well, why not? Right? It is it is football day. We have three or two games no, on. Not. Oh, well, you, here's the thing. You're <laughs> no, providing fake news, are you not? I'm providing fake news. Okay. Actually, it's uh, more trivia than news today because I'm deciding to do fake trivia regarding Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. Of course, the Field of Dreams game tonight in Iowa. You That's know. right. Your well, judge, judge say he can't wait. We got a full season of NFL. There was a whole, there was an old Danny DeVito show where they were trying to pitch this. Uh, maybe it was a movie where they were trying to pitch the show and it finally got on and they were going up against the Super Bowl. Yeah, going what? up against the <laughs> Super Bowl. I feel like that's the Field of Dreams game tonight, right? Right, right. Or at least here in Philadelphia. Now, well, I think, okay, we talked about this, right? Where you don't have, what is this? You don't have, I think, more than two games, right? Yes, it's two games today, right? There's two games tonight, Washington and New England and the Eagles-Steelers. So the Field of Dream game will be on what, Fox? Fox. Regular Fox, right? Yes, yes. I, I hate to do it to Fox. him. Okay. okay. I hate to do it to him. Yeah. But with that said, now I think people don't – I believe – and let's just look at this, right? 
forget the four markets that have a football game tonight because that's easy. So let's take the four markets out. We're one of them. We're probably one of the strongest, especially in preseason, because we're crazy enough to watch all four quarters of this slop. But do you think the average person in a non-market playing football game tonight is seeking out the Field of Dreams game? And look, I'll concede that it's a lot easier to seek that game out because it's just on your local Fox, as opposed to maybe you have to track down an NFL game on the NFL network, right? If that's right. how you're going to catch it out of market. Yes, you know? I would agree with that. And I think it's more like, what is the reasoning for that? Is it because it's so easy to to view, or is it because you want to just sort of see the ballpark and the venue? Because it's not about, to me, the Yankees and the White Sox. Like, if I'm going to tune in for a few minutes, which I probably will, I just want to see what it looks like. <laughs> you know, playing in a cornfield in Iowa. Yeah. You know? You build it, they will come. Right. <laughs> but how how long does that last? Right? Ten like, minutes. Harris not watching a second of this baseball game tonight. I can't. He can't. I'll be in the office, man. I got to watch it from the office. And that's what sucks about game day when it's Eagles. Because I have to be in the office watching the game, you know, writing notes down, breaking down what I'm seeing so I could be, you know, well-versed. Right. At what I'm about to regurgitate on um post game show. So I mean I, I gotta come in with my with my bullets ready in hand, man, ready to fire off. Cause you know, you know, Seth, you know, I gotta make sure the the sky's not falling with Seth, you know, because Seth is gonna think everything went wrong. Right. And they can beat about a hundred points and everything still went wrong. Hmm. I gotta be ready for it. Okay. Okay. What about Ray? I think Ray's sneaking a peek of that. Like that's Ray's demo right there, man. Field dreams. Oh you know, yeah. You don't think Ray's got it on the cell phone? No, because he plots. TV? He plots every play. He plots yeah. every play. What happens on the play? Rob Ellis? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's worse than Rob because Ra yeah, Ray's worse than Rob. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's putting out how many yards it was, uh, what play he thought it yeah. was. You know, all that type of stuff. That was so funny when I did the oh, show with with Rob, where he'd come in the next day with these, you know, these paper after paper, right. all this stuff <laughs> that he's jotting down. It must have been such a laborious task to watch a football game for him because I'm like, dude, it's available the next day on the NFL website. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to write this down. It's not even the next day. It's, it's available to you, like, you know, hours later. Unbelievable. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. By the way, I am on an absolute tear right now when it comes to Major League Baseball. All three plays hit last night, including the two-play parlay that we gave you. Dodgers minus one, Braves plus one, and the Yankees minus one earlier in the day. I mean, honestly, it's got to the point where I'm so red hot, gentlemen, that a loss for me is a voided ticket because of a rain delay. I'm telling you. Yeah, how about this weather? I love the weather because the weather, once again, helped us out. Well, you know, Joe Girardi must have, been, must have been watching the show yesterday because he started a relief pitcher last night. He knew knowing, it. Knowing that the storm was coming and that he didn't want to burn Gibson. Yes, but it's still great work by him. It still didn't work. And and the MVP, and I put yeah. that in quotes, is over. Yes. Is over in this series with a bunch of strikeouts. Yep. Wow. Now that's why Freddie Freeman's value has dropped already because it's how about Ed Ribby last night, didn't he? Didn't he Harper? have RBI last night? Yeah. Not well, Johnny. Right. He didn't get on base. No, 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 no. And that's look, OPS, we're talking about getting on base. 
And that's a big thing where I would I would be able to counter Harry's lack of power statement by saying, look, he's three for five or three for seven in the series. He's got three doubles. He's right. got right. I can't say that. Right. That's why we pivoted before last night's game. Even exactly. before the first game, we pivoted to Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, baby. Look, man, this is this could just be turned. Oh, it's getting hot down here, Pat. You know, it's a little warm, starting to sweat. Like, let, let me just fan yeah, yeah. yourself off with those hundreds. I'm telling you, man. Now we got a game tonight, and I think here's what I would say to anybody who is interested in betting this football game, hearing Barrett's firsthand analysis of what's going on down at practice and Combining that with like Kemsky and BLG and the McMullins of the world giving you who's playing where on, on charts as far as, you know, oh, this guy moved up and is getting more second team reps. That's that is it. Like, that's what you don't get a lot in the regular season because it's just moving so fast and the lines are so sharp. But I would just say this and we'll talk a lot about the specifics as far as, you know, heading into tonight, what to expect. But for anybody, the Shelton's of the world, the play actions, the Bloomfields, whoever it may be. If you're looking to bet this game, this we're, we're going to give you the research ahead of time. Like Barrett's going to tell you what he's seen, and we're just going to talk the three of us about where guys are expected to play as far as minutes are concerned. That should give you a clear indication of what to bet on tonight, which would be Pittsburgh. But that's all I would say. Nice. Little I don't know, there. man. You know, here's here's what I'm here's what I'm concerned about is, and this is just a, a I'm talking specifically Barrett and Harry to tonight. I don't know if the ones have everything under control and under right. handle, let alone yes. the threes or the exactly. fours in the third quarter, fourth quarter. You could be a backup for a couple of years under Mike Tomlin. You know what's going on on that team. Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you this. This is the only reason why I'm saying this. It seems like the veteran guys are going to be with the twos as opposed to the ones. I mean, if you look at, you know, I mean – I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I really think that Hurts is going to play a great deal of this game. You know, not, I mean, he's going to play probably a quarter in this game. Flacco probably gets a quarter, and Mullen gets the, lack, the um, second half. Now, these are three quarterbacks, and the, 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 two, the second and the third team guys have more experience than the starter. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying it might yeah, go a little better that. for them. Because of those veteran players being in there, as opposed to Hurts being in there, right? That's a good. And that's point. the only reason why I'm gonna say that. And then, um, you know, wait, wait, I'm the, sorry. I, I, you, his point I, is, I, is that they have experienced quarterbacks playing with the second, yes, and third Because there's no way, there's the no Eagles. way that Ben plays. Yeah, Ben's not playing at all, right? At all. Right. How long is Mason Rudolph playing? That's a big indicator tonight. Because if if here's the thing, two series. Mason, that's it. okay. So if yep. I have to treat Mason Rudolph like Ben Roethlisberger's time, that changes. If Mason was going to get a full quarter or a quarter and a half, like first quasi second team reps, then I think you pound Pittsburgh because to your point, Barrett, yeah, Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins come in, but even they are learning a new system with new guys around them. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mason Rudolph, again, comes back to a place that he's comfortable with. And, and at least no, I'm just playing off of no, what you know. Because you don't know what you don't know, right? Yes, I learned you don't know you. what you don't know. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to push towards. I mean, even, even if you look at the, you know, the Steelers, they don't have the same offensive line. Remember, remember, they let their, their entire offensive line go. You know, none of their guys are there were there before. Remember From the guy was here? Yeah, yeah, they let him go. Um, I Who's forget the kid used to be used to play for the Eagles. He was a defensive end. They moved him 
to Villanueva. Villanueva. Now yeah. the Villanueva is now Army. in Baltimore. Hmm. He's playing in Baltimore. Now. Was he on the team last year too? Well, yes. Last, how many yeah. guys did they lose on their offensive line from last year? All five. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, I think all five starters. Yes. Jeez. Hold on. Hold on a second. I that changes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm taking the under. Yeah. Yeah. I, Bud Dupree's not on that team now. That uh, their their first rounder from you know linebacker from two years ago. He's not playing tonight. He's coming off injury. He's not playing tonight. Yeah, those guys I don't think would be playing right anywhere. But, right anywhere. But, right. But if you look at if you look at the the Eagles, you know, like even our guy, you know, Singleton, he's running with the twos right now because he came back from COVID. So he's mm. running with the twos. So he's going to get a lot of reps. And get the, he, wow! Get, this is, get the uh, name of their left tackle, Barrett. Chuck Wuma Okorafor. Yeah. Right, right. From Western Michigan. Not one guy returns from last year. I'm looking at this. Fires out. Bouncy's out. DeCastro. No, Okafor's back. He's just moved from the right to the left. So, my goodness, it, it might as well be a right. brand new line. <laughs> wow. Zach Banner. Trey, I imagine. Try. Try Turner. Yeah. yeah. Zach Banner. Hassenauer. And now I have Green and Finney, I guess, as the one-two or one-one A at center. Yeah, yeah, Green's. I think Green is starting today. The rookie. It's center. How young is everybody else on this line? Oh, they're, they're, look at it, look at it. Eighteen. I don't have their age. Eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. I got drafted. Two thousand eighteen. Two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty-one. Well, Okorafor was drafted what last year? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Hassenauer's 26. He, I don't even have him as a starter, Hassenauer. He's listed as the first string on the ESPN website for what okay. it's worth. What position? Dotson's 24 center. center. Okay, so that's center. that that must have been updated since this. I'm on uh, behind the steel curtain, but uh, uh, you, I think no, but to your point, this came out just under a month ago. So okay. I'll trust what you have. Akorafor's 23. Is he on, still listed as the left tackle? He's listed the as the left tackle, yes. And Zach Banner at the right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. Turner's only twenty. Turner's twenty-eight. Now he's been around a little bit. I mean, look at their look at their right guard. Look what his name is. I have Trey Tri Turner or and Rashad have, Coward. The Coward, yes. Yeah, not Coward. <laughs> no. Coward. Coward. That's a bad uh, name for a that football is. player. That's like Shank. Shank for golf. Yeah, Man, I don't right. Shank, right. <laughs> or Brick. If your name was like Jay Brick. Right. You're a Hooper, player, yeah. Right? Not JT the Brick. No, not, yeah. not at all. Not yeah. at all. He's, but, uh, he's no schlub, huh? Go ahead. But there's no way Cameron Hayward plays. Um, there's no way Devin Bush plays. TJ Watt won't play. Uh, Joe Hayden probably won't play. Mika Fitzpatrick, he he's looking play. for a new contract. Hey, right. Yeah. So that's right. the thing. Like on, on the other side, I, I don't know why the Eagles guys would be playing. Like Nelson, why would you want him out there for more than a series or two? Out of nah, but right? they're going to. They're going to. They're going to play. Nelson will probably play like you know what, fifteen snaps. Uh, Slay will probably play fifteen two snaps or so. What'd you say? That's, that's like, about a, that's yeah. two series, right? That's yeah. it. About two series. But the only thing the okay. Steelers have going for them, they they played one game already. Eagle, uh, the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one Which thing. Which was they have absolute going atrocity, for them. by the now, way. Now, now, where are you watching this game, Barrett? Tonight, are you going to down at the Wells Fargo Center? Yeah, after, 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 after you do your thing on the field. Yep. We'll yeah. see. I, what what it is? I do the pregame show first. I do the pregame show. 
uh, the pregame show going to be at the studio in um in, oh in, in air conditioning. So you're yeah, not doing this outdoors with Bart no, sweating his no. rear end off. I okay. can't do that. So then at um the first quarter, I go and uh I, I leave after the first quarter, get down there by the second quarter, go out for second quarter, then run right back over, finish watching the game, and then back on set exactly after the game off of do Eagles post game show. Wow. That's got to be painful watching that game with Seth, watching third and fourth stringers play in the fourth quarter. Oh my god! <laughs> I, mean, I hate to do it to me. You guys even talking about the game at that point? Like, here's the thing: nobody would know the difference. Are you getting unless it's like a block punt or a ninety yard reception? Are you getting to anything in the third, fourth quarter in this game on post game? Come on. Well, it's going to be all different stuff on how to overanalyze what happened with Jalen Hurts throwing five passes tonight. But the only thing we have going for us is a, a new coaching staff. So they really don't know who to play and how to play them. Mm-hmm. So you might have a guy like Josh Sweat playing in the in the in the, in the third, and he's just killing whoever they have at the um, at the uh, left tackle position. I mean, just destroying him because you know he shouldn't be out there. But they don't know any better because they have him competing with um, Derek Barnett. So you know, you know, I, Josh Sweat. I'm telling you, Josh Sweat's having a phenomenal camp. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you know. There's guys like, you know, that have, that have been playing great in camp that are going to get some rough. Like, you know, you say what you want to say about Joe Osman, but Joe Osman is going to get a sack today. Watch what I tell you. Mm-hmm. Watch, I'm he's interested. one of those high-motor guys. I'm interested to see this tight end, the kid from Buffalo. Oh, yeah, the quarterback. The quarterback from Buffalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Haley Joel Osman, isn't that the guy's name? Yeah, Haley Joel Osman. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's a beast. High-motor guy. High all, all I'm looking for is uh, judging the level of command. Yes, tonight for the coaching staff and the quarterback. But are you really going to get that? Isn't I don't that, know. I don't is, know. We should. On. All right, hold we on. A Isn't that a little unfair to expect that in the first preseason game of everybody being so? I don't have an expectation. I'm okay. just. I just want to analyze it. Okay, I see. You know, you like if they're jumping off sides, there's pre-snap penalties and all that kind of crap. Yes. I'm going to be really annoyed. Okay, but real quick, shouldn't we, and and I don't want to preemptively take this conversation out and say, I told you, don't worry about it, but shouldn't we kind of anticipate a lot of mistakes tonight? And again, you can be as upset as you want, Harry. I'm not coming in to tell you how to feel, but I am feeling personally that we're going to see a lot of mistakes. We see mistakes with teams that return veterans. True. So I, I feel like you're going to see a lot of those mistakes that are going to drive. Like, I'd like to put a camera on your face to see your grit of a grin as Jalen Hurts bumps into Miles Sanders and Jordan Maialata trips over his left foot just because they're running a play they never ran before. Right, and it's a fumble. <laughs> yes, 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 thank you. Yes, yes. Oh. We're talking about the – look, the offense, the offense only runs, what, five plays in the first quarter? Because they made too many mistakes and can't stay on the field, mm-hmm. you know that's that that's the type of stuff that happens, man. It happens yeah. all the time. Ah, oh, same old Eagles, just like yeah. with Doug. All this. All right, we're we're back in three uh, across the board here again. Coming up now in what six minutes, right? Six minutes. Six minutes. Six yeah. minutes. Max <laughs> talks you on on uh, uh, on uh, uh, right. And, and, um, we're gonna tell him. I will tell a story about. Um, Super Bowl and and his helmet. Well, <laughs> Whose helmet? Starks or Bass? Yeah, Ax, just Axel bought his helmet. That's all. Oh, you I do. can't. I can't wait. <laughs> all right, we got a lot going. You know, this is going to be good, Barrett. When uh, Harry, pardon me, when Barrett is as giddy. 
Oh, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> Barrett is so giddy. He looks like he just watched the We All See It. We All See yep. It commercial. <laughs> Right, this should be fun. We're back in three live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Hit us up with a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel. That goes a long ways for us and on Sports Map Radio as well. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in decisions, the dark, the dark. But I once heard someone say, but as I always say, it's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right. I don't know if we'll have time. I rocket mortgage. Maybe able to pull up the Myelata thing real quick. Studios. Here's a yeah, I sent it to you. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. So we are awaiting now the arrival of one Charlie Batch, one Max Starks here. And, oh, I hear the... Well, I hear something. 
That's yeah. We only get it, by the way. That's the we. I have entered the green room, and that would be the great. Uh, I don't want to put him on a spot here. It's not in front of him. He's he's. Look at this. This is a good man right here. Fixing Getting his lighting. lighting. Yeah. How about fixing that? The lighting for this is a professional who's been on television who understands the dynamics <laughs> of it right here. Not just on the football field, but in front of the camera as well. Look, it's an honor to welcome you in, Charlie Batch. Thank you, sir for hanging with us for a little bit and sorry that we have to subject you a little bit more to Barrett Brooks. <laughs> hey, that's my guy. So, I'm used to it. so hey, whatever he has, I've been, I've known him a long time. About 20, over 20 years, B Brooks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> All right. I, I, my first question, Charlie, is who picked up the tab for dinner last night or did Barrett make you go, everybody go Dutch? <laughs> no, I don't know. It I have to give credit to Barrett. He he took care of it. I have to do. That's my guy. He, that might be a first, but <laughs> at least he took care of it. <laughs> look, the last time we had look, last time he was in town to uh to do a preseason game, I went and picked him up. We went to eat, and on our way back, I caught a flat tire. I had to give him an override home. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was rough. And that was rough. I mean, we, we, we're both looking at each other. We're like, wait a minute, that don't sound right. And he right.
bro, you know, don't, I didn't get, I wouldn't even draft this. You know, it wasn't me, you know? <laughs> so I said, all right, all right, I'll take care of it. I took care of it. So I went on to pay for the dinner. I said, you guys pay me back on Monday. So he had to write me a check, but he had to post date it because he needed like two weeks to build up the money for that 18 grand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, other yeah. bills to pay. But it was great, man, because I got to write it off and everything, man. I got to write his meal off for myself <laughs> on my taxes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Man. Unbelievable. Now, we do have to ask about the helmet story before we go any deeper. In the uh, <laughs> we, we were told, we were told, yes. Max, that's it. We're just following orders here. Blame Brooks once again for this. We were so, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so it's the end of the Super Bowl. And like, hey, we're going to dunk Coach Carroll with the Gatorade bath. I'm like, all right, cool. It's me and Marvell that grab it. I'm like, hey, B hold my helmet so I can go do this Gatorade bath and we're doing it. Boom. We hit coach Cower with the Gatorade bath. Marvell lets go of the Gatorade thing. So I got it. It hits coach in the back of the neck. It's, <laughs> it's a whole scene, but then uh, we get an interception. So we got to go back on the field for the kneel down to end the game. So I'm like, Oh snap. Where am I? B where am I? He's like, I don't know where your helmet is. He's, he's halfway over the field putting his helmet on. I got you, bro. I got you. He kicked my helmet all the way under the stairs. Because I'm like, I want to keep this helmet, you know, because I'm like, man, when am I going back to the Super Bowl? I want all my Super Bowl stuff because I know <laughs> the equipment room will give it back to me. They were just going to refurbish it, take the sticker off, and give it to me next year. I'm like, no, y'all going to give me a new helmet. I'm keeping this. But Barrett kicked it, punted it, I think. Did you punt it there or – no, I just it kicked was. it underneath the thing. I, I kicked it yeah. But the thing, he, what he's not telling you is, at that time, they had a, a pay-for-play, um, you know, for it. So it was like oh, $500 a pay. Play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was $500 a play. He didn't need that 1500 man. I needed the 1500 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was, it was later in my career. So I got three extra plays, 1500 bucks <laughs> in my check because of Max Stark's generosity. I appreciate you, bro. Wow. wow. Well, you know my helmet you, cost 15 <laughs> but at least you got on the field, Barry. That's the key. So people ask me, did I ever play in the Super Bowl? And I say, well, my towel played in the Super Bowl. They look at me and scratch their head. Like, what do you mean? In similar fashion, at the end of the game, as Barrett went on, Ben Roethlisberger would always come up to me and say, hey, you go take the kneel downs because he didn't want to take the negative yardage on the kneel down. So I'm like, okay. He comes over to me. I'm thinking I'm going into the game. He's like, hey, my hands are sweaty. Chuck, I need your towel. He takes my towel and runs back on the field. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow. So, so I never, I didn't get a chance to play the Super Bowl, but my towel did. So that's my towel story. Wait awesome. a minute. He, he took 500 out of your pocket on that play. Right. Too, right? Yeah. Yes. That was oh, that's no, 1500 It was 1500 oh, $1, play. I'm three sorry. plays. Yeah. Wow. No, it was, it was $500 a play. And right. we kneeled three times. Three times, correct. I so that's fifteen hundred. Wow. Hey, <laughs> hey, honestly, I might be more upset. Than <laughs> wow. hey, that's, that's my money right there. That that's a Barrett dinner right that's there. That's a dinner, right? Hey man, hey, you gotta do it, man. But to see these guys, man, these these are my guys here, man. Hold on, know? real quick, fellas. We're gonna be back on the network. We're still live across the Jacob Media YouTube page. We'll be back on Sports Map Radio, hanging with Max Starks, Charlie Batch, and the middle right now. All right, go ahead, Barrett. Sorry. Well, yeah, so these guys, um, they're, so they're we're, doing we're a broadcast. Quick, fellas, we're live now on, on the YouTube page. We're just not live on the uh, national radio show. So if you want to drop 
uh, a shit or something like that, you could do it over the next three minutes. <laughs> at 40, Just three minutes. Have, yeah, then, then we have the FCC back. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these guys are um, doing the broadcast, you know, um, Chuck is going to be the, the you know, the, the play, not the play by play, but the color analyst. And then uh, Max is going to be the sideline reporter for this for tomorrow's game. So yeah, we're calling the game. So let's let's do that. Let's let's talk about that. You guys clearly are more than just co-workers. The, the two of you guys here and Charlie and Max. So <laughs> you, you definitely have an, a friendship. Is that going to be something like are they going to allow you guys to kind of talk and go back a little bit? Because, you know, the nature of these broadcasts are so rigid, right, where it's like. You only have a certain amount of time and all these things. So that's what I would look for is just to be able to see you two guys busted, even if it's a quick back and forth where Max is on the field and you're saying something <laughs> up top, Charlie. Well, it's a little different on the uh, broadcast. Max is on the radio and I'm on okay, TV, sorry, so we're, we're not doing it together. Thanks uh, for clarifying that, Barrett. Jeez. Oh, now, I look fault, like, now I look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So Max, man, that's Max, what we has do. A more, Max has a more national audience, really worldwide, gotcha. because there's Steelers fans all over, where Max yep. is going to be on the local back of Pittsburgh. So I'm just yeah. trying to be like Max when I grow up. Is that that's right? Uh, me too. Me too. You guys. You guys. <laughs> no, I well, mean, Matt. I think the biggest thing is, you know, like for Charlie and I, like you said, I mean, Charlie and I played together my entire career. I mean, obviously, Charlie's, Charlie's a little bit more senior than I, um, mm. but – but I mean, my entire career was with Charlie. I mean, Charlie's yeah. one of the first guys that spoke to me in the locker room. So, you know, I look forward to hopefully one day in this future, we will be able to work on a broadcast together. But, you know, for me, this year, second game, really doing the sideline duties. So, you know, KDKA, which was where Charlie's at, he stole my other sideline reporter, Missy Matthews. So now okay. I have to do more work this time. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> hopefully uh, they get no pay for Injury you reports that. and everything. Yeah, no, there, there's no extra pay on that. It's just, hey, hey Max, hey, hey, Max that. that's the that's the Steeler way. Yeah, <laughs> One exactly. Two jobs. Discount, baby. The more uh, you sounds like do. radio, huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, see, that's the good thing about see. That's why you guys talking about because I told they said, um, well, where do your allegiance lie? Who who you gonna vote? Um, who you gonna cheer for in this game? I said, I'm gonna cheer for both of them. He said, well, and I keep telling them, hey, the Eagles. They giving you know what they say the St. Eyes is giving ends. Well, hey, the Eagles are giving ends. My Steelers, they ain't giving me nothing. They they say, hey, how you doing? And that's it. They're not giving any appearances or anything else for me. So yeah, I have to say, man, I, I got to work for the for the Eagles. They they making things happen for me here. Okay, but hold on, real quick, as we're gonna be back on the network here. So we got to tighten it. Harry can't curse anymore. But hold on a second. You got a ring. Can't yes. Three of, can't the three of you just wake up? And and put that ring money to work. No, those two have two Come rings. On. That's they what got I'm two. Saying. Eagles ain't give you anything but a ticket on out of here, man. You don't owe them anything. <laughs> we all get that. We all get that ticket eventually. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. That, that that ticket comes no matter how how you want to like it. Ben's Ben's prolonging it, but that ticket's gonna come. Hey, listen, <laughs> you gotta go off on the next stop, player. I don't know what to tell you. Down, baby. End of the line. That is amazing. What, what's it like? Barrett was talking about this at the start of the show, and, and I know, Harry, you had something, too. So Actually, I know you had something. Why don't you jump in, and then we'll talk a little bit more about these guys playing way back in the preseason. Well, yeah, Max brought up, uh, you know, dumping Gatorade on on Coach Cower. How, how emotional were you guys watching him a few days ago uh, with the Hall of Fame and, of course, Troy as well? I mean, what, what's that like for you guys? 
Uh, I mean, for me, it, it was just, you know, it, it was one of those moments that was unbelievable, you know, to think that, you know, that weekend and obviously with everything that went on with COVID pushing the 2020 class back a year, you know, we had a combination of really five total um, Steelers go into the Hall of Fame. The only one we didn't, you know, obviously play with was Donnie Shell. But when you think of Bill Nunn and Mr. Nunn's presence um, around the Steeler locker room, uh, you know, you wish he would have been there to see, um, you know, kind of his work, be, you know, be be realized and re- recognized. But when you see Coach Coward, when you see Troy and then Allen, of course, on Sunday, um, it's just an emotional thing to think, you know, man, I play with I play with these Hall of Famers like, you know, yeah. in your career. Not a lot of guys get that opportunity to say I played with a Hall of Famer, let alone, you know, essentially four because Jerome already went in. But that's four Hall of Famers. To this point, we still have some more to go, um, and it just makes you look look back on on your time with the Steelers and realize it's a special place. It's different, you know, in Pittsburgh. You know, Charlie always referenced the Steelers way. Well, that's another thing. The Steelers just put guys in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. there's so many guys from the Steelers organization over the, over their time in the NFL that have just been absolute standouts. I mean, when you think of Troy, Troy changed the way that we looked at a safety and what a safety could do. Alan Fanica transformed the guard position from what was possible for a guard to what a guard is now expected to do as a standard in the NFL. And Coach Coward, just a long tenured, he was a young coach when he came in. You know, he went to a Super Bowl, lost to Dallas, and then got to see it come back literally 10 years later um, in Super Bowl 40 and actually realize his dream. And, and bring a Super Bowl back to Pittsburgh. So when you just look at just those guys' legacy, it, it's it's tremendous to see. And I and I agree everything with Max said and having a chance to play with those guys and be born and raised in Pittsburgh. I had a chance to follow Coach Cower as a fan when he first was hired in the early 90s and the following through and ultimately having a chance to play for him. And I remember being in the combine in 1998 I walked into the Steelers suite because I, I knew they were looking for a quarterback at the time. And I said, if I ever had a chance to play for you, I'm doing that. And he just kind of looked at me like, man. And when I got a chance to do that in 2002, we're literally sitting down and we're sitting there at a, at a high school gymnasium when we're having this conversation. He said, Charlie, why did you want to come here? I said, remember that conversation I had with you in 1998 at the combine? And he just smiled. I said, now's my chance that I have an opportunity to play for you. So playing for him for five seasons and seeing how – he evolved over that and then being part of a championship with him. It was special because I felt like I was able to now live those memories out with him and to be able to hoist that, you know, Lombardi trophy and you hear the Gatorade shower with Coach Cower. It's just special. And I just remember as we were getting ready and we got a Super Bowl rings and there were six players from the Detroit Lions that Kevin Cole brought over to the Steelers and we were all able to share that. And I remember Barrett was like, whoa, 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 where y'all going? And I said, what do you mean? And Barrett's like, we all have to take a picture and we have to send it to Matt Millen, the general manager of Detroit, and thank him for releasing us because without that, we would never have a chance to win a Super Bowl. So that's it great. was, we all signed it and we sent it up to Matt Millen. I don't know if he ever got it, but that's a true story. We were thankful at wow. former Lions to be able to be a part of Coach Cower when we were able to bring to Pittsburgh with that Super Bowl championship. That is that's, amazing. That's a great story. Right Especially because Barrett has stuck up vocally many times for Millen and, and some draft decisions that were a little questionable back in the day. But now we're finding out that was his idea. He was the catalyst <laughs> behind all this. Just 
Look, yeah, that's before it. I worked for him. See, that's before oh. I, I worked with him. You know, <laughs> then he let us go. He, 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 he hit the road, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Before then, then I went, I worked with him at ESPN. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, guys like this, man, you know, they don't come a dime a dozen. So, you know, they, when they talk about the steal away, they bring in players and they don't care about how high you think you are. Right. If you don't buy into that way, they will get rid of you. You know, mm-hmm. San Antonio, Antonio, let him go. Plex, they let Plex go. They don't care about that. If you don't come in yeah. and buy into it. And it's not it's not a hard culture to deal with. Right. You just got to keep your nose clean. I mean, like they're devout Catholics. Like, there was fish every Friday. Fish every yeah. Friday. They, they, they probably still do that. <laughs> yeah. Every but Friday they had fish. You know what I'm saying? Even, I mean, to, even to that point, B, when you look at where Co- Coach Cower in his speech, he said there's not many things. The third point he made on it, do the right thing. Right. And that's right. essentially what happens when you talk about this year way. So it, it's pretty cool to be able to, to, to be involved. And obviously there are a lot of great friendships that you come along the way. And obviously here we are many moons after our retirement days and we're all sitting there chopping it up like it was yesterday. Right. Hey, remember that time, man? Remember that time when um we were playing the Patriots and we were going into halftime and uh, and I and I jumped off sides on a, on a, on a PAT. So when I jumped off sides, I'm like, man, dang. So he, you know, Jeffrey, he he ended up kicking the field goal and he made it anyways. You know what I'm saying? But it, going into halftime, I tried to sneak in, so I ran down the tunnel. It's a nice little run to get to where we got to go to go up to the locker room. So you got to run down this tunnel. You got to go up these steps, you know, before you get to um, where our locker room is. Well, I tried to sneak out real fast, so I ran, boom, took it off. And all of a sudden, Coach Coward, just as I'm going down the tunnel, I turn around, I look, and I catch his eye. He catches my eye. So I keep running. But then Jerome Bettis and those guys, you know, Jerome Bettis, Casey Hanna said, uh, Coward took off after he was pushing guys out. Get out the way! Ooh. He he put his hand out the way. Ooh, oh, he came in. That's BS, Brooksy. Poor chop. That's BS. And I'm looking at like, oh man, I mean, he's spitting all on me. And that's BS. I'm like, come on, coach. You know what I'm saying? In front of everybody, man. They laugh at me till this day about that, man. Wow. Till this day. That's why. So is that something to look at for the fans now on a broadcast where the, the fastest guy jetting to the locker room at the half <laughs> is trying to avoid the coach for making a mistake? I mean, as soon as I made eye contact, he took off running, too. I'm like, oh, oh here we go. Here we go. You know, you have to see Casey. Casey, he said, move out the way. Get out of the boom. Hines Ward, move. Hines, boom. Knocking him out the way trying to get to me. And he just made just started yelling. That's BS. Right. Real quick, that, that opens up a conversation here, all right, because clearly I, I can't imagine as great a citizens as both of you are and Mr. Batch and Starks that Bill Cower never got in your rear for one thing in your career. So what was the worst that, that Coach Cower ever came down on, on both of you for what you've done? Or it maybe even wasn't your fault. Maybe Brooks set you up. <laughs> Charlie, I'll let you go first. My therapy session. <laughs> he was he was the same he was the same regardless of what season you were in preseason regular or post and I just remember getting to Pittsburgh and we're literally lined up right around the forty yard line and the crowd is there and all of a sudden I ended up dropping back dropping back and literally I missed a wide open post route for a touchdown and I ended up checking it down and all I heard was Charlie throw the damn ball and I was like. <laughs> Okay, I missed it, coach. Oh, fine. We've ended up continuing the drive. I ended up throwing a touchdown pass. It was a 10-yard touchdown pass versus the 40. So I get to the sideline, and his chin is all kind of there. He was like, God damn it, Charlie. 
I said, Coach, we scored. He said, but I like the 40-yard touchdown pass better. <laughs> really, Coach? Really? So That's that fantastic. Just, that lets you know that regardless of what the circumstances was, he paid attention to all the details. Yes. He stayed on you, though, Max. No, no, no. So <laughs> mine was it was it was my it was my second year. And I was still I was so I would I would start at right tackle, but then on goal line and short yardage, they bumped me out to the extra tight end. And so we're in we're we're doing Friday night lights at the high school. And I remember that. I had just hurt I hurt my thumb the week before. So I had this cast on my thumb so i could literally only use like these fingers the thumb was not going anywhere because it because it was messed up I had, I had a hard cast that they wrapped before practice on my hand and they called the play and ben's looking at me i'm coming to you i'm like don't come to me i got a cast on my hand <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they they call the play i'm like oh god i got it's a short drag it was from left to right i was playing the left tight end in, in this formation and i just remember dragging across the back and Ike Taylor is on me. And I'm like, don't throw it. Ike is on me. No, no. And then <laughs> zeroed in, looking at me, staring, throws it at me, throws it a little bit behind me. The cast head is there. I go back. I can't grip. So I hit him, and it's like this. It hits right in the cast. My hand is stinging. And Ben looks at me, never again. I'm like, you throw it to the cast head. You threw it behind me. You're supposed to lead a receiver. <laughs> I'm not a quarterback, but you—you got to be a quarterback. So I get—I get back. It was our last play. We go—we go on the sideline. Coach Coward goes, "I thought you had hands, Starks." And I was like, uh, "Well, I'm offensive lineman. It doesn't matter. He threw the ball. You need to catch it." I was like, "Does my cast not matter? Does it not? No, no. You know what? We don't need to run that play." I was like, "God, dog it." I was like, "Man, my one shot to shine, and yeah. I get reamed by the quarterback and the coach for." A behind the batch throw. I was like, wow. wow. I was actually pissed because I'm usually the goal line tight end, but they made me move in to play tackle, and he moved out to play tight end. <laughs> wow. That just goes to show you how athletic ability. they thought I was. They, they, <laughs> they, they showed you the athleticism. They knew where it was. <laughs> That's six eight or six wow. four. Which target you throwing to? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, though, this there's a lot of Roethlisberger sabotage going out here. Taking money out of Batch's pocket in the Super Bowl, ruining <laughs> your chance to be a receiver, Max. I mean, man. That was just a great team, man. You know, talking about camaraderie. We talked about that last night, man. I mean, guys hung around each other. It wasn't a time like it might be a Thursday night. Hey, bro, where are you going? You know, I mean, and, and you go to the terrace and the entire team would be there. The entire team, you know, right. it wasn't just like one or two guys hung out together, you know. And I think that's the biggest difference between um, guys in the NFL now as, you know, where they were. You know, guys generally cared about each other and hung around each other. I think more so they're just out to for self-fame. I think it's just, you know, with this social media stuff, guys are just, you know, really pent on themselves as opposed to the team concept. But I, can, I think it's kind of messing the game up a little bit. Well, it's a silo now, right? Because yeah. your brand, you know, is what you're trying to make money. You know, you look at you look at different guys around the league. They make money off of what they do pre-game or post-game or how they interact. And they're concerned about self-brand. Whereas back then, we didn't have social media. You know, heck, we no. barely had texting when we started out. <laughs> so you, like Barrett said, you had to call somebody on the phone to figure out where they were because you weren't sending a text. You know, and so it forced you to have more interactions. But also, you know, like Barrett said, like we all loved each other and 
It didn't matter if it was an offensive guy with a defensive guy or heck, a specialist. Everybody hung out together. You know, we had spots that we all hung out. Everybody knew to meet here. We were going to hang out here and the whole group showed up because, you know, it was it was that bonding. It was that additional kind of layer that made it special to be all these years later. When we get back for reunions or we go or we have something like a Hall of Fame, everybody's there and everybody hangs together and everybody enjoys. We all have stories about everything and we share that and we relive that. And it's like it's like seeing your brother, you know, when you haven't seen your brother in a little in a little while. So I'm it, curious. So it is special. Max, on, on that note, I'm sorry to jump in at the end there, but what was the most ridiculous, random, like there's no way these two individuals would ever be friends unless they were in this environment playing in football? I mean, it'd I, probably I think, be what would it be? I, I think it'd be Jeff Reed and 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 whatever guy, you know, that Casey James Harrison. Like, yeah, 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 James, yeah. Jeff James Harrison. Now, now, were they cool though, or was that just like Harrison wouldn't get on him for something? No, they were cool. It was okay. just the fact that you know this is James early on in his career, so he's been he's been cut multiple times. He's still trying to Got make it. a name for himself, so he's just a special teams guy. You know, he's not James on what you see today. Before you see player of the year, hundred yard interception return. So you know, you just kind of see as guys are kind of building those relationships. But to Max's point, when he's like, you had to call somebody. Think about back then when you're sending a text. If you said you had to hit one, two, three for C, you know. So those are all oh, yeah. phones. Yeah. You know, you it yeah. just took too long, so you had to pick up the phone. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little yeah. longer to text people, so that you know you saw that interaction. But you know, the, the one thing about the teams that we were on in Pittsburgh, a lot of guys sacrificed some upfront money to stay amongst each other. You know, you got it on the back end of your contract, but it wasn't that upfront money that they were accustomed to and guys enjoy being around each other and that's why you saw guys around each other six seven eight years in the manners that were so not only did you have a chance to build relationship with players you learned who their families were you learned yeah. who their kids were so you had that personal in their interaction with guys and it's just it's just something that's lost in this day and age Charlie, yeah. Max, hold on real quick. I want to see if you guys have seen something. It might be good fodder for tonight if you missed it. If not, then it's a chance to kind of relive this this cool moment that I'm sure you guys have been through as well as as rookies and younger players. But we're going to break real quick on the network back in three on SportsMap Radio. Did y'all see this thing with Jordan Maialata where he was singing and at the uh, at at Eagles camp? Jordan Maialata, the, the, the big tackle, the rookie player. Yeah, he's the no. ukulele playing uh, country music singing Eagles left tackle now. That's so six eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we'll let you hear. That. Hey, you never know, man. Maybe maybe this is something that could come up in the broadcast for either one of you tonight. So yeah, here it is. Okay, okay. Hey, calm down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wouldn't be here. Yes, sir. He's good. Yeah, no, that's, that, good. That, that's good. Yeah, not bad, not bad, huh? Well, at this yeah, point, man, what, you know, I I want to I want to put it down now. 
Yeah, that's, 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 that's it, That's all man. I'm saying. <laughs> We're talking about I got a six foot eight, 380 pounds, man, and playing a damn ukulele. I, mean, I used to be so hot when I used to see him with that damn ukulele. I said, like, <laughs> go over there and, and, and tickle somebody else's fingers, you know. Go tickle somebody else's shoulder pads as opposed to playing that damn um, ukulele, man. I used to be so go, bad. Or go just... get a full-grown guitar. Get a full-grown <laughs> get, get guitar. Don't, don't use a baby guitar. Hey, man, he's you know? still going to look like a ukulele in his hands anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he's from Australia, man. We got to give him a break. Yes. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's he's coming down on this dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Max, right? He's yeah. got a decent, pretty good voice. Better than me. Shoot. Tremendous. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, well listen, the thing doesn't work out. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you sing him a lullaby to sleep. Put him to sleep. There. Right, right. Put him to sleep there, Jordan. That's what you're trying to do. That would be something lie. else. Yeah. We get yeah. D Lyman be coming out be like, why is this guy singing to me? I mean, I'm yeah. used to people talking <laughs> trash. Yeah, exactly. nobody singing imagine, to me, man. Hey, imagine if his trash talk w- w- was like in harmony. Right. <laughs> right. If he sang his trash I'm talk. Come on. If that doesn't make the radio broadcast tonight, Max, I don't know what to That's say. That's awesome. Bro, tell him, man. Tell him. Hey, uh, 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 John Randall was not singing anything. He was doing everything, but he was all like, yeah. Hey, he, he, might, he, he might have been like death metal, you know? Right. 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 <laughs> that could be a oh. segment right there. What, what type of music would this guy sing? Yes. Right. Have like right. a segment. Yeah. Put yes. a picture up and then go and figure out what type of music they, they would they would probably sing. So is it too easy to say that Reggie would be singing gospel? Because oh, no, no question, no right question. His heart, and, and he'd be letting you know it too. Like, is there anything more humiliating than hearing the word of God as he's just slamming you down to the ground? Like, <laughs> yeah. what can hey, he say? Amen. Pow. Amen. <laughs> Pow. Like God, I'm getting you getting baptized and blessed all in the same moment and humiliated. It's the worst thing in the world for the guy to be so nice and say, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna have to go hard now." I'm like, "What? I've been I've, I've given you everything you I got. Go now you're gonna start going hard." All right, let me bring it closer to home. Then, what about Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd? Ooh. Well, that you know, to see Greg Lloyd was was crazy. People don't understand Greg Lloyd was crazy, man. Some of the stuff that he was saying, do man, like he was like really trying to do karate moves on you while he's trying to pass rush you. Green was just a nice guy that just wanted to just bite your head off, man. But Lloyd was a special type of evil, dog. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. He really wanted to hurt you. Uh. So, you're <laughs> saying he, so you're saying he'd sing Carl Douglas, everybody was coming through <laughs> fighting, is what you're telling <laughs> me. And, and, and was, definitely, Kevin Green was definitely a little Hall of Oats. Maybe. Yeah. Little <laughs> <hall of oats. laughs> I like that. Can't go for that. No. No can do. Guys, I appreciate you guys Fellas, having yeah, on. We know you got a jet. Thanks. Thank you so much. This was, <laughs> this was amazing. <laughs> Thank you both, Thank you, really. Guys. Enjoy hey, the no game tonight. Appreciate you right, having us. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Charlie Bass. Thanks, guys. Thank you both. This was amazing. Guys, have a great day. Enjoy the game, and we appreciate you both. Look at that, man. That's all right. I I stand corrected. Jeremy Piven was not the best thing that we did this week. No, <laughs> that was fantastic. Really fantastic. Those guys are good guys, man. I mean, yeah. they, they, oh, they, yeah. You know, playing with them, man. You know, like C Bash. I, I left him in uh in Detroit, but like little things, man. Like. We we be having camp in Saginaw, Saginaw, um, Saginaw of was it Saginaw Valley, Michigan? State. Yeah, yeah, Michigan. Saginaw, yeah. We have we'd have camp at the at the college, 
And, you know, it was right off the highway when you're going to going to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, as soon as they, we get off that day, like we played on Thursday, we off on a Friday, guys would have their cars ready to go back to Detroit. And they'd race back to Detroit. Now, we're talking about Lamborghinis. Like, uh, Herman Moore had a Lamborghini. Charlie Charlie had a, um, a Porsche. Mm-hmm. So I squeezed inside this Porsche. You know what I'm saying? He's going home. Hey, I'll drop you off at home, man. Just jump in. So I'm squeezing inside this Porsche. He's doing like a buck 30, a buck 40. <laughs> and all of a sudden, boom, coming by, you see a, a Ferrari that uh, Johnny Morton had. And right behind the Ferrari is a Lamborghini um, that, that Herman Moore had. And they're racing home. And they're going so fast, the police would turn their lights on and then turn them right back off. Like, oh, we're not even doing it. Yeah. We're not even going to mess with it. Can't right. even catch that one. Flying. Well, they, knew, they knew who you guys were, I guarantee you. That, that too. Yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. That too. Hour called ahead. Oh, you know. Yeah. You're going to be out there, all right? It's okay. I guarantee you, man, you, you just turn a little bit of an octave from Cower, you'll get in a Hagen. Yeah, I know. That, I noticed right? that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Right. You're yeah. absolutely right. But he didn't have the chin, though. No, no. no. Not that he do. No. Jay Leno has, has the Cower chin. That's about right. it. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, my goodness. Man, you got to thank those guys, and we'll we'll Venmo you money to cover their next tab. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> they spent a half hour with us. They just good dudes, man. That's Real awesome. good dudes. Man. A half hour. That was. Fantastic. I keep telling you guys, I'm a good dude, man, and you know, and you know, I was around some guys that are pretty good, also. Well, yeah. I don't know if, if that's in question. That no, we we never questioned that. We just wanted to get them on the air. That was right. it. <laughs> we had to we had to hit you with the prize. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah, you guys, you know, put me in a position there. You know, you you, you know, I, I couldn't win with it unless I got them. That's right. So I had I to get them. Feel, though, you know what, though, Harry? Maybe we should draw this correlation there. I do feel like there's a connection between Barrett having these guys on the show and also picking up the tab last night. Hmm. Like, like, did you oh. feel compelled Brooks to pick the tab up just so that you could then butter them up for the show or did that well, they were in my town? So I had to, oh. they were in my town. Is that the rule? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, like if I go to Arizona, that's, that's where Max is in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He'll pick up the tab or if I'm in Pittsburgh, you know, Charlie, like Charlie's Charlie's actually like the mayor, man. He does whatever he wants. In and, and in Pittsburgh, yeah, because I mean, he's a hometown guy, played yeah. and won all the Super Bowls. You know, he he can do pretty much what he wants out there. He does a lot with the youth, uh, mm-hmm. his foundation. He does a lot, man, out there. So they're both, you know, very philanthropists. Yeah, that's what they are. Yes. You know, it's, it's funny, you know, that's the case because as great as the Steelers have been and you look at their quarterbacks that won the Super Bowls and, you know, we all know they're they're legendary. The backups who got starting time are very well revered in Pittsburgh. Too, like Bubby Brister has yes. fans that love him, you wow. know, because he, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like Cordell Stewart was yeah. never all that good to me, but I mean, but he had that love, right? Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. Because they, they mean, as as a team, you know, you have your starters, you have your backups, but like like me, they they. F- I felt good in Pittsburgh because they made me feel like I was an important cog in that whole machine, you know, mm-hmm. you know, simply because if you look at it, you know, I'm, even though I was a six man off the bench, right. they knew that they could dress me and not dress two other guys. You know, usually when you, you have um, when on game day, you have three other linemen that you have to dress. You got to dress a, a guard, a center and a tackle. Well, with me, they, they like me and that's why they kept bringing me back because I could play center, I could play right. guard and I could play tackle. So they could just dress me if they had to dress two other linebackers or have to dress a linebacker and a wide right. receiver. They could use 
uh, me, I could be the backup guy while other guys, you know, or, you know, do whatever they need to do. So, yeah. I mean, that's a big deal when you can only dress 46 guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, it helped, it helped the team out, it helped the coaches out. And they, and they, they made me feel special because I could do that. That's why I was a goal line right. tight end yeah. also. Yeah. Except when it was time, they, when they knew they were going to throw the ball, it's kind of messed up that they would push me in the tackle and put him out at, uh, tight end you know that would kind of make me mad but hey it is what it is man yeah and you were talking about you know how they get rid of guys you know and in the organization like they don't they don't even think about it and as a fan of them i would imagine you're like good with it because you trust them to go draft another guy and develop him yep. like they, they just Correct. know what players Correct. they want you know what i mean they have right. an identity and they go get players that fit it and think that's about exactly it. what they made me do i was you know here i am um Making this guy better, he's taking my position, but they they brought me back just to coach him specifically. Like mm-hmm. you know, he he talked to me last night. Say, hey, man, you taught me, you know, how I needed to watch film. You know, I I showed him how to break down film. You know, little things like that, man. He thanked me for it last night. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Mm-hmm. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now. Uh, we'll break here at nine. Or, yeah, because we didn't break it much at all. Home loans that fit your life. Yeah, that's a good point, Live Jackson Avion. The Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, our second hour as we have the return of sports betting in the NFL tonight, the return of fantasy football tonight we have the return of barrett's pre-post we'll have a barrett breakdown i'm sure friday right yes sir all right all right i like to see it this total sits here at 36 36 now i'm going to give you a way that you can make that even better you ready yes so we're going to bump this thing up to 42 and a half we're going to get the six and a half points look i don't even know if teams are going to kick much In the second half, this is a great opportunity to go for two. You know what that means. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply means that means you don't get it but that's why i go 42 and a half not 43 if you feel better okay there are people out there that may want the full seven points i'll give you the under 43 that's fine now let's do this 
the L.A. Dodgers. You ready for this trend? Mm-hmm. I'm all about trends when it comes to this Dodgers-Phillies game. Dodgers have won eight straight when facing a team from the NL East with a winning record. L.A. is the dog tonight, technically, when you look at the return on the run line. So let's go to that game, our game here in Philadelphia tonight. L.A. minus a run at minus 118. This is going to be a three-legger, so I'm going to take the Dodgers money line. Now, I'm already up to plus 132. Now, here's the other one. You ready for the last one real quick? Yeah. The A's have won 10 straight games when facing Cleveland as the favorite after winning on the road the game prior. Guess what? Oakland's a 62% favorite, so we go Oakland on the money line. That's your plus 255 parlay of the night. Bang. It's in. That's it. Took me two minutes. Less than that. Eagles are the Phillies games an afternoon game. Yeah, so get in now. Yes. It's going to be huck and fought. Yes. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you even what. go out and golf today? Nah, I played yesterday. It was hot enough yesterday. I got to tell you about this thing here. I wish they were sponsors because I am addicted to this. It's a cookie dough bar. Oh, a cookie so, dough bar. It's a healthy, it sounds good, healthy, too. It's a healthy cookie dough no, bar. No, there wow. is no such thing. Well, hey, I just sent you a, um, I just sent you a, a, a picture of the fish okay. I caught this weekend. I forgot to even say anything about this. All right, hold I on, caught... we got a break. We got a break. We got a break. We're back up for the about the fish. I email it to you. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. field of life 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, buddy, I'm going to pull this fish up here, so why don't you tell the story as I get it up. 80 well, cents away and rising out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah so man, good. so I go fishing this weekend. I'm in this flounder tournament for my for my, for my um, marina. A flounder and, uh, tournament. Yes, a flounder tournament, you know. Uh, so, What's for top prize for this? Now... It's a two thousand dollar first base prize. Two thousand dollars is some change. If you if you catch the biggest fish, um, if you catch the you know the uh, combined weight of three fish, you win like maybe eighteen hundred or fifteen hundred around there. Then if you catch the biggest blue fish, catch you can get like a thousand bucks. You know what I'm saying? So the Schooner Island Marina champs was last year was my boat. You know, yeah, you see it, you see it. You so see you won? Oh, wow. The fine and Danny. I'm on the fine and Danny. Great oh, captain. Wow. One of my friends. One of my best friends. I tell you, man, you're looking you know, good, by the way. I that's know a I'm, big fish. Yes, that's five pounds, six ounces. Yeah. And five that's a, pounds. The fine and Danny. Yes. Right. Tony, Captain Tony put us on the meat, dog. And I caught the biggest fish in the tournament. We fished our ass off, man. We had a great time. Hmm. Great family, man. And once again, we won the trophy again. We won the trophy again. Caught the biggest fish. We won a tournament. You know, they, they're trying to say it was fixed. No, it wasn't fixed because they all saw how it. They it were right fixed? there. They all saw it. How I don't know. Yeah, I don't how know. would they're you fix it? Because the, the captain is right? also he's also the uh, uh, the manager of the marina. Oh, okay. Mm. So he has. Yeah. Plus, we won it last year. Yeah, but we didn't know it wasn't anything special. Maybe well, that's did. why you won it the previous year too. Yeah, we won't start to think the fix is in. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But that's but it. three boats were around when I caught the fish. Mm-hmm. Like the fish hit when it hit my rod. I thought I was stuck because I was trying to reel. I'm like, yo, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it started coming up. And then my captain comes over, man, Tony, man, that's my boy Tony, man. I'm getting the fish, and when I finally get to the end. He comes over to give me a hug, and he, like, throws a right cross and almost knocks me out, hit me in the back of the head. I'm like, yo, I felt like I was still playing, man. That's right. how excited we were, man. So we, instead of – we can't scream or everything because everybody like, we can't start celebrating because if we do that, we'll turn around. We'll have, like, 50 boats around us right. since we caught right, the fish. Right. You know, since we had to be quiet about it, bro. But, yeah, we, we number one. There we go. Winner of the Schooner Island Marina. That's my marina. Number one, baby. Defending champs. We're going for a three-peat next year. Schooner Island. Yeah, yeah Tone. T for Tuna, look him up. Was he there, Tone? Yeah, Tone. He was the captain. It was his ship, the fine and dandy. This Tone here on the stream, Tone? No, not that no, Tone. No, not, not that, that Tone. Oh, I'm about to say, what no. the hell's going on? There's a lot of Tones. <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. 
remember tone from the barbershop. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now I think he's yeah. the original tone. He might be. Yes. Yeah. Now here's my question. Okay. What, you know, I don't know. Something's going on here with this fire. I had to put the baby shirt on to feed the baby. But now it looks like I'm fading into the green screen because it's the fire chip shirt. So it's probably upsetting some people. It what, looks like you're about to, it looks like you're about to, you know, like go up and, you're, you're like, track. You're like Star uh, Trek. You're Beamer Simpson going back into the hedge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. Here's my question, though. Five, six. What was this? Six ounces? Five pounds. Five pounds, six, six, ounces. six ounces. Okay. What took longer, Harry Mays? What took longer to get through the five pounds, six ounces? Is it Barrett catching a fish? Five pounds, six ounces, or me burning through five pounds, six ounces. Uh, <laughs> like, how long did it take you to catch that fish? I, I think Barrett probably reeled that in a little right, bit right. quicker than like, you uh, disposed of five pounds, six uh, ounces of product. See, I had to take my yeah, I had to, I had to take my time with it though, you know. So it probably took about maybe four minutes to get up. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a long time, man, because I had to make sure I, you got to keep pressure on them because flounder they shake their head sideways like this to try to mm -hmm. get the hook out. Right, they shake their head so they can get it out. But then when I got it up, the Cap said, you know, just lead it into the net. So I led it into the net. You get the net yeah, for right. that fish. Yeah. Oh, you, no you question. You don't need you to gaff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to gaff that fish. Not at all. That's a great Then I brought it home. Gaff. Then I brought it home. And, right. And, and for some reason, nobody else wanted any uh, flounder uh, to take home. Hmm. So I brought it right home, fried it up. Me and my cousin ate it. Amazing. Wow. Tasted Nothing like fresh flounder, bro. No. Nothing like it. Nothing at all like that. So is good. flounder an easy fish to catch? No, they're actually not. Because <laughs> well, they lay on the jig. bottom. They lay yeah. on the, on the yeah. floor. So how hard is that? Yeah. Come on, man. It's hard. This is why it's hard because we're, <laughs> we're fishing on. We're fishing out in the bay, and what what did up in New York? You know the the trail cars and stuff like that. Well, when they're when they when they they become out of service, they build reefs with them so they'll take all these uh these these subway um, cars subway cars yeah. and just dump them into the into the bay and after a while you know they they start degrading and and mm -hmm. and, and and get all these sharp edges and stuff like that and the fish live inside of them or on top of them well you have to keep you from getting snagged number one because each one of those rigs costs like 15 bucks a rig yeah. 10 to 15 bucks a rig you know a bucktail costs you 10 bucks um then when you get into um the grubs the grub uh, plastic grub worms. It takes two plastic grub worms, and the grub worms are like six dollars, seven dollars a packet. Then you have the, you know, I mean, swivels and you know, line and all that stuff. So it costs it costs a better part of like you know, ten fifteen dollars every time you lose one. So you try to keep from losing it. Plus, you know, you got the gas to get out there. So it's kind of expensive sport. But when you're when you're jigging, if you get it caught, then that's fifteen bucks gone. But you also have to understand, like, if if, if you, when you're on a car, when he said the cap will say, all right, he'll say, all right, uh, we're on it now. So you have to bring it up just a little bit. You have to reel up two reels just a little bit to try to set it on top of the car where the big fish are. Mm. If it drops down in there, they can pull. They can pull your line in there. And now you're gonna lose the fish and you're gonna lose your and the rig. Um, yeah. and the rig. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's an art to it. Yeah, you got to be patient with it, man. You know, you know it's 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 not as easy with you know as people did, but it's not as hard either because I mean once you get the hang of it, it's good. Plus you got to have a special rod and pole. You know, it's got to mm -hmm. be you know. I mean, it's 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 a lot involved with fishing, man. But I, I mean, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that from the, as far as the rig is concerned. Oh yeah, not oh, rig yeah. in Murtaugh, but the rig. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all. Or not the big rig, Harry Higgs. 
No. Where is Harry Higgs right now at the leaderboard? I'm not sure if he's playing this week. Did he take the week off? I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. But I'm kicking myself right now because I had Johnny Vegas in my lineup and I booted him last no. minute. And now he's kicking tail. I had to throw him in a couple of times as he came up on the, for this tournament at least, one of the better strokes gain tee to green guy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the putter goes south on him. Is that it? Yeah. But so I know putting is, a, is really key on these greens. So I, I shied away from him. My mistake. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you in one of these uh, swinging and ding it things? I didn't. Yeah, that's the one I'm in. Okay, well, I didn't yeah. see that one, so I just went my own here. But um, look, so far so good. I am in 24th place on one, so that could net, that could net enough money where I can afford for Barrett, Batch, and Starks one night at dinner. Right? There. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Look, if, if I come in top 20 in this tournament, I'm taking everybody out to dinner. There you go. That there is you go. promise. I'll I'd win some money in this one. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right, I I got five things that Jimmy Kemsky is looking for in tonight's game. Okay, now before you get into those specifically, reminder we'll, we'll touch on these right, and it'll take us to the top because we have Ron Culver's fake trivia, not news coming up in a couple of minutes. But without going into any of them specifically, how many of those are on your top five of what you're looking at? Um. Uh oh, let's see. One, um, two, two, okay. two. How many? And now again, this is all blind. How many? Not that Barrett would agree with, but if we just went to Barrett and said, "Hey, give me your five things you're looking at for tonight." How many of those do you think would match up with what Jimmy Kemsky is looking for tonight? I would say at least three. At least, yeah. So five. All right. So what's the big difference between Kemsky Brooks on one side and Mays on the other side where there's this chasm of a gap between what you guys are looking at? It's well, not really a chasm. Well, no, yeah, I, mean, I was waiting for Harry's. He's looking, he's looking for number number one of his is Jordan Mylotta. It's your show. It's yes. And I have already come to the to the resolution that Jordan Mylotta, it, it is his show, and I'm good with it. So I'm not really kind of Okay. I'm not, you know what I mean? I, there's no competition there anymore. So I don't really even need to look at him until the regular season starts. Well, I want to see if he's, if he's, if he's ready to take that next step, because this is going to dictate whether it's, he's a, um, this offensive line is a top five offensive line or top three, yeah. or mm-hmm. is this going to be um, hit or miss as far as, you know, protecting whoever this quarterback's going to be. All right. So let's look at this. What, what's Kemsky? That's number one is, no, Not that's number three. three. That was number right. three. So let's go. Let's go with number one. Then we'll break for fake trivia and then come back. Well, it's it's the obvious one. Uh, how yeah, right. does Jalen Hurts look? It's pretty pretty basic. Yes. What what is a specific? Is there anything that he's looking for that we're not? I can't imagine. Right, we're all looking for the same thing, which is basically don't screw up. Right, command. Yeah, command. Yeah. You know, command would probably be a better word than consistent. Yeah, touch command. on touch on his passes. You yes. know, the short to intermediate stuff. Uh, holding on to the football. He had a turnover issue in the games that he played last year. Things like that. Getting everybody lined up, you know? Yep. Command. That's a, that's all right. that. Command of the yeah. game. That's 
I gotta take that, Harry. I appreciate that. I'm gonna use that tonight. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, oh, there yeah. might be a shout out to the show tonight. There we go. There we go. Will it be that though? You know, I was talking to my co-host <laughs> on the middle on the Jacob Media YouTube page, Harry Mays. Hey, no. just gonna What'd be like, no. gonna <laughs> be like, get to the damn point. Will no, you? no. You know what he's gonna say? He's like, I was out to dinner last night with my boy Charlie Batch, and we were talking about <laughs> Jalen Hurts, and Charlie said, "Oh, that's perfect. what it's gonna be." Perfect. I gotta be honest. I don't think that my a lot of thing hit where with charlie so i don't i wouldn't expect it to be brought up on tv but starks was all over that man that's his thing man you know he was he's still the same that. guy yeah max is kind of the same guy max loves to you know entertain like that here's the yeah. thing though i feel like he's got so much per i i didn't know this about max starks he could like i didn't know what i did not know what to expect i've done stuff with charlie and, and like expanded stuff at NBC sports radio where he's come on shows and things like that. I, I know Charlie from watching him on TV. Like Charlie batch is a seasoned storyteller orator. Like he's, mm -hmm. he's seasoned at that. I didn't know anything at all about who Max Starks was off the field right. before he came on here. And all I want to do is hear more from Max Starks. Mm -hmm. Like I put you and Starks on a show, Brooks, yeah. just have you guys do whatever. I mean, Max and Brooks just talk football. Billy to Pittsburgh, huh? I mean, this could work. Football. We got both sides of the state. This could work. We're back in three across the board. We're back at the. We just broke, didn't we, or did we not? We broke it at like eight. All right, yeah. So we're hanging here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Hit us up with a like. Make sure you're subscribed. We're live and local from the Fritz and B. Cooley Law Studios. If you know someone who suffered. A personal injury contact Brian Fritz directly in the middle is sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now at steersnacks.com. Fake trivia, it's called today. Coming up next. Yeah, man. Now, this is what this is what I have. You tell me. I got a uh, Brendan Grace, Brandon Grace at a top 20, 275. I got Hank Lebiota at Lebiota. Yeah, I got him plus, too. Plus two seventy five for top twenty. Co mm -hmm. crack plus one ten top twenty. Got off to a bad start. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like yeah. that at all. I, I stayed away from him a lot in DFS, but I thought, yeah, top twenty at even a little over even money. This is the one I really like. But the reason why I'm concerned is because everybody who I talk to that's much smarter and sharper in the game likes him as well. And I'm thinking maybe this is a public. All it takes is one sharp to put it out on Twitter, and now everybody plays it. Ryan Armour. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just uh, straight down the middle. Yeah. Iron player. He doesn't hit it very far, but he's tailor-made for this golf course. I just took him. I just took him, honestly, top 20 at 320, though. Plus yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And then he got I, out to uh, a pretty good start, I think, too. Um, the yeah. last one I have is uh, Will Zalatoris. Yeah, I got him, too. Top 20. <laughs> oh, these are yeah. all plays. I'm a wimp. Now, uh, tomorrow, Mark McMillan can come on, but he can only come on via the phone because he's going to be driving. And we know that that transmission video is always yeah, crappy cool. when guys drive. That's fine. Yeah. So is that okay to just have him come yeah. on the phone? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Love it, man. I think I'm we'll see him man. tonight. I'll see him tonight. Let's see. Here. At the game. Oh, yeah? It's alumni weekend at the game. So who am I? Who am I trying to get this time? Well, he's got a lot going on, McMillan. He's got his camp coming up, and he's got this uh, bourbon and and uh, whatever event, uh, barbecue and bourbon thing going on. He wants to promote a lot of stuff. Right. 
So here's my pushing the odds. Here's my question. Um, shit. What was I saying? Do you remember that that famous Tim Legler story that was told that I told to you about Tim Hardaway? No. Where Tim Hardaway was auditioning for a spot on ESPN. What happened? He was like, he was making a point and he was talking to, it was like a three-person set and he was he's making this point and I'm saying, I'm saying, and I'm saying, and I'm saying, and they looked over at the other end and I was like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, John Shelton says you need to get D Gun on again. Now, Barrett, you're going to be uh, on solo on Tuesday. Yes. With D Gun, I assume, right? I would try to get D Gun, yes. Yeah, you got to get him. Oh, people, people love Barrett and D Gun. It's a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday. Robbie E should come on. I agree. I have him as a guest, yeah. Yeah. Farzetta. You, you get up at 6 a.m. for Farzetta. He should be able to come on this show for 10, 15 minutes for you. And he's if I call him, he definitely will. But here's the thing. He's promoting his post-game show. Right. Right. Exactly. So everybody it that works. we bring on is working with us under our roof. There it is. There da, it da, is. Da. Da, da, da. There we go. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> Well, I'll be up. So you guys will be in a. You guys will play in a golf tournament. Yeah, the same yeah. one. Same yeah, one. We're, Harry, actually, okay. we're actually in the same group, I believe. Are we really? I think so. Now, my brother-in-law should be in that group too, right? Well, you got to come over. Is he in? Is he in home. it? I told. Yeah, I told him a bunch of times. Oh, I don't know anything about okay. that. All right, that's fine. If he's not, got- and he's he's better than me, you could put him in. You could put him in the middle of Afghanistan. You could put him in the middle of Washington D.C. He'll be fine. So. I have no doubt with him. So, I mean, you guys need to come home with the hardware then. Well, here's the thing. Harry buried the lead here. He and another individual are hitting the ceremonial first ball. Well, me and a long drive guy, one of the guests. Oh, whoever wins the long drive comp. No, no, no. The the long drive guy and I are doing the ceremonial opening tee shot. Can you define? Moose is not going to be a part of that. What's the long drive guy for those of us who may not know? Uh, like the like the pro that you brought in is like who's a long drive. Like yes, a, a, yes. Okay. He's from That's Florida. Down in, lives down in Florida. Nice. Okay. Uh, Will Zalatoris. No. <laughs> um, Will Davenport. Okay, I believe. Now this guy must crush the freaking ball, right? Yes. All right. Crushed it. Now here's the thing. Are you guys hit? Because this is a shotgun start, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So are are you both teeing off? First off, if, is he in our group? No, he's going to be staying on one tee and hitting with every group that comes got through. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Isn't that a little deflating to the person whose hit is teeing But you off? can use his drive, though. That's the whole thing. Like, you, oh. if, if his drive is in the fairway and further than yours, you can I use it correct for it. the whole. So this is like back in the day when there we go. Yeah, like beach football where you'd have the automatic quarterback. Right. Right, it'd be the same quarterback. Oh, he's gonna throw it to the ground. He doesn't like John. Shut <laughs> up. Right. <laughs> All right. That makes more sense. Oh, Wes Patterson is the guy. I'm sorry, I, I said Patterson. it wrong. It's Wes Patterson. Now you have to be you have to be a royal. Oh, sorry, we have fake trivia. Let's do this. I'll just leave you with this. You have to be a, a major, I don't know, sycophant mm-hmm. in order to take a 220 drive to, in the rough. Just because it's your drive, right? I hate that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm out on anybody. That's why I hate scrambles in general. 
<laughs> All right. I can't wait for this because Ron Culver is, is working off script. So whenever he works off script, we all just cross our fingers and hope for the best. Fake trivia, I'm told today, right? Fake trivia okay. in honor of Phil the Dreams game happening later on today. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we, we didn't talk about that much today. Go ahead. Well, I mean, there's not much to talk about. I think I think the protocol for Fill the Dreams game is tune in for like the first couple of innings and then do what you were originally going to do. Okay. We'd probably watch NFL unless you're Barrett and you don't get a chance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even better point there. So we've all seen Fill the Dreams. We know the movie. Shoeless Joe Jackson comes back from the dead to play ball with uh, Kevin Costner's character, Ray Kinsella. But there are some hidden trivia facts that you may or may not have known. One widely known one that I was going to include in there, but I think I'm, I'm assuming everyone knows this, is that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were in this movie. I did not know that, honestly. I didn't either. All right. I could have included in there, but Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in this movie. In fact, they were in Fenway Park as extras. Hmm. To go see a game that can they be seen though? Like, can you make their faces really. out? Oh, okay, no. that's a little different then. No, they were somewhere. I guess they they remember being somewhere down. I don't even remember somewhere like close to like the first baseline or third baseline, oh. just behind the base, a few rows up. Isn't that when they were going to about the Moonlight Graham part of the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they had already yeah. met James Earl Jones at that point, right? No, they were nowhere near. They were just extras in the stadium. No, I'm saying that part of the movie where they. Yeah, that's the part. That because that's when they went oh, to Boston. Yeah. Correct. The movie. Yeah. yeah, that's when uh, Kevin Costner had kidnapped James Earl Jones. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, J.D. Salinger. But they hadn't been being. Uh, they hadn't become friends yet. Oh, look at that! I mean, this. You know, I got into acting as ever since I was an extra. I mean, I could hear Ben Affleck saying something stupid like that. Just yeah. Kick him in the freaking <laughs> rear. Go up to the director of uh, Fill the Dreams and, uh, on another movie and said, hey, it's great working with you again. And the director was confused and didn't understand what he was referring to. I tell you, if this you don't ben think. Ben Affleck has been a star. If you don't think after taking off your job for four months and just training for four straight months that you can do what Ben Affleck does then I got a bridge to sell you. Yeah, um, I could do it in two months. It's the easiest thing in the world. What no. do, you do it in one. Name your month. <laughs> good, right. good. Here we go. No, Thanks no, look, I'm you. not saying that he's De Niro and that, you know, like, you know, the, the most famous actor or actress of all time. That's easy. I'm saying what Ben Affleck is doing. You're is just easy. saying that you two could do a crappy Australian accent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. Yes. I don't know. Okay, so we I'm haven't even began the trivia time. element of this segment yet, right? No, we haven't. Here we go. Ray, we can bust through these real quickly. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Fill the Dreams trivia uh, number one. The voice is credited simply as himself, and the identity of the actor who provided it remains unknown. Although it is widely believed that the voice was Ed Harris, the real-life husband of Amy Magdigan. Mm. Amy Magdigan was the co-star in the movie. Yeah. She was uh, the she was Costner's wife. wife. Now, wasn't Ed Harris in the movie? Uh, no, okay. no, I don't think I don't remember him. So, I believe that you believe that to be true. Yeah. If you build it, it didn't say. It sounded too in my head. It sounds like a too too high of an octave for Ed Harris. Hmm. No, I'm saying it's rumored that it was him. That well, that's, that's part that, of the. This is part of the rumor. trivia, though. Yeah. If I don't believe that Ed Harris was in it, then I'm going to say it's false. Is my point. Right. Oh, but you're saying the rumor could cover you, is what? Oh, I see mm -hmm. what you mean. Um, 
I, I'm going to say that to be false. Barrett? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll go true. <laughs> I think it's true. Move on to number two. Maybe that'll help you guys out. Number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. So this is we have to determine which one of these is false. Yeah, which one is fake. All right. Maybe we although, should. Okay. Although his character delivers the movie's signature speech praising baseball, in real life, James Earl Jones hates baseball. I could see that. I believe that of, too. A lot of people hate. I believe yeah. that also. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no problem believing right. that. A lot of people don't like this sport. <laughs> and then finally, number three. This was the second feature film that paired Amy Madigan and Gabby Hoffman as mother and daughter. See, that's such a specific. Wow. Where it's almost like Ron is counting on us to a not know and b as Barrett just said, I don't know, and almost assuming that it's true, like. Now I think I talked myself into three being fake. Mm -hmm. Me too. Although it's such a specific thing. like It almost sounds like it has to be true. Yeah, I agree on that one now. And that's okay. why I think it's not. All right, so All right, Harry, going. you're going three? Yeah, Harry, I'm going, going three. three also. What was two I don't again? know one. Number two was James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones hates baseball. baseball. Yeah. One was the voice who was rumored to be Ed Harris. All right, I'm just going to pivot because what the hell and go two. In the in the odd event that that is false, I'll uh, say two. Okay, real quick, James Earl Jones does in fact hate baseball. Yeah, he starred in two baseball movies, that and Sandlot. Mm. Uh, people do. Uh, the rumor is that Ed Harris. Oh, ah, look at you guys! But the third, the last one is fake. They only played mother and daughter in Field of Dreams. I don't know what you would call Amy Magdigan in Uncle Buck. Oh, she's like the older sister, isn't she? Right. Or the or aunt. She was the uh, wife. Yeah, Ron just closed that segment out with wife, and then we went right to break on the network. That's pretty impressive. Fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's a man who knows the clock. Yeah. Right there. He's all clocked up. I love guy, these guys checks in on the stream. Nikki, he says, you're not talking football. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. I guarantee you Nikki's still here, by the way. I Fantastic. Still here. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm out. Because, because here's the thing. Normally, it's just you don't announce to the world. You don't announce to your television. I'm changing the channel. Right. No, you just change the channel. Exactly. But if you tweet somebody who you're watching, you're hoping that that person sees and then changes what they're talking about. Right. Right. Or at least acknowledges your tweet. Correct. Like your name or your handle Correct. or whatever. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. See? Like, like when I text Sid on his radio show, right. he always mentions my name. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I'm getting my name out in New York City on the radio. So yeah. <laughs> it's the now, whole point. I, I think that's the, the best part about it. You know that, man. It's all about the, the branding, right? We right. Talk about that. Max Starks, the silo. It's all about getting it out there. Right. You know, all clocked up. That's right. Not chubbed up. By the way, I gotta get you this. I gotta get you this King of Queens episode. It's years and years ago, so nobody can claim that they that they have the he's all blanked up, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. It's it's. I'm gonna hit you. I'm not even gonna tell you what the episode is, anything about it. But you have that phrase of, "Oh, look at him, he's all blanked up," and that's way back. That's back when I was in high school, I think, or college, maybe after college. No, college. Right. Now, I'm going to go under 30. What did we do today? Under 42 and a half, under 43, right? 43? Where are you getting that number? Remember, I just built that parlay. At the oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'll take under 36. 
Yeah, you hit that over pretty good yesterday with uh the the Phillies, right? No, yesterday the only bets we did yesterday. Oh, by the way, my two bet parlay today just imploded. Brendan Todd <laughs> and Harold Varner. What the hell was I thinking? Three ball. Well, um, who? What happened with those two guys? They did not win their respective three balls. Oh, okay. Unless, is are they over already? I know they teed off. Oh yeah, six thirty. Yeah, some guys are done. Yeah. No, last um, night. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say the uh, the the ones that we gave out, or at least we talked about. Uh, Braves plus one, Dodgers minus one. That was the parlay, and then the Yankees earlier laying the one run. So, I'm telling you, man, we are smashing it right now. Jimmy Kemsky's number two. Yes. Is can a receiver or two help Hertz out? Well, let's look at the ones real quick tonight. Ones. Line is at one. Hollywood Rich Boulevard. This is the middle on the sports map. I would play a teaser. To be honest with you, if you can get the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, let's look at this. Who are the number one wide receivers tonight for the Philadelphia Eagles? And we're talking about 11 personnel, too. One running back, one tight end. That means you have three receivers. Three receivers. It'll be Rager. Fulgham and probably Ward or Wa- Ward, Watkins, I would think, right? I would go Ward. I, you I think would go Ward, Ward but has yeah. Watkins not played himself into a starting role in camp? Uh, not for yet. A preseason, Barrett, for a preseason game, not for a regular season game. Nope. I think they'll go Fulgham. They'll go uh, Rager. They'll go Rager. Yeah. And they'll go Ward. Next set will be um, Watkins and JJ Ortega Whiteside. Yep. Now, uh, Hightower's hurt, right? I believe so. And, uh, uh, he's probably going to get cut anyway, right? Yep. And Patton's hurt. Hmm. So They moved Killian's, uh, Killian's straight to a wide receiver. Now, he's no longer even a running back now. Wow. Hmm. I mean, uh, that's all I see him is working with the wide receivers. Hmm. So, I don't know if his hands are good enough to be a, a wide receiver. Tell you, build a prop. You can look at that. Money line and the points. Steelers and the under, right? What do you have it at? 36? 36. So how how demonstrative is your play that this thing's gonna go under? Like, uh, are you looking at just clearing it or are you looking at like a 28 point total? I think this is probably like a 16-10 type game. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I, I think we all agree that well, I don't know actually. Do we agree that the Steelers win this game tonight? I don't know I don't, who wins it. I know I don't know, who wins it, but I know the, I'm it's saying it's not gonna be a lot of points. Not a lot of points. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles have a pretty good defense as they're constructed right now with them, some of the starters. Yeah, when, when, with Nelson now in, on board. Yeah, yes. I would agree with you. Yeah, and but then we already know that um, we, we saw what the, what the Steelers are as far as their defense. Their defense is pretty good. They shut that, they shut that Cowboy offense all the way down. Yeah, that Cowboy <laughs> offense is looking, is looking for another backup quarterback. Well, right. they may be looking for a starter after another MRI. Yeah, yeah, that's true. His yeah. arm, his shoulder, something, his arm. Jack, so yeah. The thing, though, this is my question. I'm I'm most interested tonight in the battle of the twos because I feel like the twos tonight, especially under circumstance where Mason Rudolph is starting and Jalen Hurts is starting, that you're going to get like we'll probably get a lot of Mullins tonight. We'll probably mm-hmm. get a you know a decent amount of Flacco tonight. So Barrett brought this point up in the first hour, which is 
you know, that should favor the Eagles, even though you do have a, a Rudolph coming back. Now, and this is something I didn't realize it was as drastic as it is. The Steelers' offensive line being a brand new unit is enough to have pause, I think, to just bet this game from a team standpoint. Yeah. Like, if there were four, if, Barrett, if there were three guys on that starting line who came back this year, then I would say, all right, Steelers could set the tone. You've got backups who have been backups coming in. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of continuity there. Five guys, one of them just returning, being in a different position. I'm not touching this game from a team standpoint. I think I'm just going to roll with you guys and go under. Go the total. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's I what I feel most confident about. I, I don't I don't trust that at all. But look, to I think Watkins is going to play a lot tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, but I, I don't know, doubt like I that either, but that doesn't mean he starts. Doesn't, doesn't. Yeah, but again, yeah. doesn't. I look at it like this. Who cares? Not in the sense of to you specifically, like who cares? I'm just saying it doesn't matter who starts. This is like starting a reliever. Yeah. Tonight is like starting a reliever where a guy's going to go out there and pitch one inning or maybe two innings, and then you bring your main guy in after that, right? As far as the chunk of playtime, I'm not talking about quality of player. I'm talking about play. All I care about is playtime tonight. That's it. Playtime. You guys are going to be really disappointed when the ones come out. <laughs> well, here's number four, and I want, well, I want to get Barrett's take on this because he was at a couple of the practices, and you've noted that the defense has looked good. Yes. Um, Kemsky says, how will the back seven look against a fresh set of faces? Says that the defense is better right now, uh, but is it because the offense just isn't very good? Because tonight they'll be going up against you know some talented players. I, I you know Harry, I, I think it's more so the coaching, mm. not necessarily the players, but the Gannon. coaching. Okay. Yeah, you like this Gannon. Uh, he's 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 directly involved. He's 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 in there mixing it up. You know, he's he's letting guys know um, where they are and how they need to be where they're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's the biggest thing. You know, I mean, he's he's he's. He's giving them constructive criticism, and they're taking it. Hmm. They're, you know, they're they're trying to they're trying to get as much as they can from the coaches, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you win with that. You can win with that, man. Tell you, man, we should look at the second game tonight, Washington. You... Yeah, I mean, are we looking at another super low scoring game with this? Probably. Right? Max I think Jones, so. right? Everything like that. What's the total? 37, I think. It's not much higher. Yeah, I think it's 37. I, I think, think that's a good gonna, move. That's pretty standard for a yeah. preseason yeah. game total. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think as a show, we should just take all unders this weekend. <laughs> yeah. and see how we do. Well, I remember, I did that with these three games, but I, I bumped them all up. Mm-hmm. So my ticket that I'm rolling with going into tonight, let me make sure that I have the exact numbers here. This was after the first game. So it was total reactionary, but I also tried to cover myself as well. Right. So the three tonight, the two games tonight bumped this total up to 41 and a half. So under 41 and a half for the Eagles. Look, I mean, we get 42 points tonight. I'll gladly take the loss. Right. This ticket. And then I bumped this other game up to 43 and a half. So the Washington Patriots game is under 43 and a half, under 41 and a half for us. And then the Titans Falcons game was the one that, that tomorrow night that I bumped up to 41 and a half and went under. Now, I'm how, how much juice that. are you paying to raise that total? So I've raised all of them minus 333 to bump Washington up to 43 and a half, hmm. 275 
under 41 and a half for tonight and minus 182 under 41 and a half for the Titans. So there was a little more flexibility for me on that Titans Falcons game again, because I think between the two starting running backs, at least and Davis and Henry on both sides, you're going to see a lot of movement on the ground. You're going to see a lot of running. Mm-hmm. That clock's going to move. Yeah. I can't imagine embarrassing. Especially late in that game. In these games. Man, yeah. Right. Like yeah. if you have, and, and you know, Barrett, this is an interesting question because it, I, I think it speaks to where we are as far as, you know, trying to mine as much information. Yes. Selfishly from a betting standpoint, but also just because we have you on the show, we want to take advantage of that every time we talk about scenarios and situations, but is it a fact? I can't imagine it's not a factor for a guy like Nick Sirianni. I don't know if it's a factor for Mike Tomlin, for example, but if your backups are five, six, seven-year veterans, if you're twos and maybe a third or a two who moves to a different position as a three, if these guys are like fifth, sixth-year veterans in the league, do you really want to be throwing the football in the fourth quarter with your third-string quarterback when it's just about getting the hell out of there? Right, getting, and that's the biggest thing, but getting out of there healthy. Healthy, that's yeah. it, yes. At yeah. some point, all these coaches – whether it's you know your opponent's staff and your staff is just like let's just get the hell out of here without getting any stretchers on the field. Yes, you know what I mean. Exactly, and yeah. and especially with the running backs that this team has. I mean, they they, I think they're gonna love to run the ball because they have some really good running backs that could be you know toting the ball. Mm-hmm. But we haven't said anything about Kenneth Gainwell, who's having a you know pretty good camp. Right, uh, he's been in the slot a lot. You know, right. Boston Scott's had a really good camp, you know. Mm-hmm. Jordan Howard, you know, has done his thing. I mean, they're going to run the ball. They're going to want to run the ball. You know, they want to see what Carrion Johnson can do. You know, they just traded for him. Right. Um, Elijah Holifield looks like Tarzan, man. He's in, I'm talking about a good-looking kid. He looks yeah. like he, he fits the bar. He looks like an MMA fighter mixed with a football I player. can't believe that he hasn't been plucked by some team off that practice squad. <laughs> right. I mean, he he should be he should be running the ball in the NFL. Exactly. Give me a break. Exactly. Yeah, why, so, why you know, is that? Not I don't really? know. I don't know either. I mean, he can play, man. He yeah. can play. He's had yeah. a good camp, man. I know he's going to be a good kickoff return guy for him, mm-hmm. you know, if they if they keep him on the team. Um, you know, so those guys are going to get a lot of reps, a lot of reps, and hopefully they're running the rock, especially with this offensive line they have. I mean, even the two offensive line is pretty good. All so, right, now we heard we heard Teddy squawking a little bit about a minute or two ago when Aton was deciding on taking the total under, and Joey right. B points out Teddy is disagreeing. He says, "Dad, take the over." Take the over. <laughs> so is it is there is there anything to that? Do you think? Through osmosis, this kid is picking up, you know, gambling, <laughs> the gambling bug. It's in his genes. Right. He it's genetic. Yeah. He's definitely picking up something here. I tell you, I, I don't I don't even know what to expect from this kid. Like, he's probably just going to be the polar opposite. And just look at me like the majority of people on social and who have followed me forever look at me like, I have to take this guy seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's what I'm expecting more so than anything else. At some point in his life, it's going to hit where he's looking over and saying like, really, I got to take this guy seriously. Mm -hmm. And that's probably going to be before the rebellious, you know, teenage years and everything that come from that. So, right. No. Now I tried to, you know, bring him up and show you and all. And uh, he dropped his damn thing now. So we got to get a new one in the break. Oh, the, the binky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. binky thing. It's great. Yeah. Man. It's magic. 
I'm telling you, Steph uh, Steph Curry should uh, put out a line of binkies, like his own line, for kids. He'd make a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Because he basically chews that mouthpiece like a binky. Right. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of of heat, a lot of flack for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Right. All right. Now, did you see the latest Ben Simmons rumor? Kyle Newbeck. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break here. We're going to have to break anyway. So let's do this. We'll take a quick break. Harry, you tell us what's happening. That'll give us some time to talk about this on the back end. All right. All right. It's the middle. You want to hear this rumor? Do you want to hear this rumor? Come on. Let's go. We got to hear a rumor. He's not a Ben Simmons guy. He hates Simmons. He's out. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why he's got the jersey and everything. (laughs) That's indeed. That should tell you something. All right. We're back in three. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so we only have a, a couple of minutes here, and I wonder if we should just listen to these two new promos from Ron Culver and then do the Newbeck story in overtime. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Let's it's actually uh, through uh, Zach Lowe from ESPN. Okay. So, Ron Culvert, do you want to run them? Because you're here. They're your job. You know, you did it. Yeah, I'll, I'll play them for you. Okay. Here's the first one. The, the middle. The middle. What is the NFL waiting for? At this point, they're talking about Deshaun with all these allegations. Mm-hmm. They have done nothing to this point either. These are in civil court, so it's a little more difficult, whereas the NFL has stated that they have not done their investigations. They have not treated this like a criminal case. Well, I don't think about something criminal. I mean, <laughs> something criminal. That they use their flesh. I, I went, did you did you go and read that transcript of that interview that the, uh, the one masseuse gave i read a couple of paragraphs of it it's pretty detailed man the guy's got a thing for digits you know what i'm saying but hey if you can put 35 to 38 digits up on the board every week that's what we're all here for right cover spreads i don't even remember that conversation yeah i do i do do. now here's the here's the best part about was that 60 seconds right ron Yes. The best part about that is like the first 18 seconds of that promo, it seems like it's one of these hard hitting. Yeah. This is what you're missing. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, well, something's up here. Like, is Culver just throwing us, you know, just Ephus pitches now because he knows that he's getting the hell out off this show? Like, this is, and then all of a sudden it takes a perfect middle turn. Like no other show and no other promo could. That's beautiful, man. I just started laughing, man. I couldn't stop laughing because I'm I'm thinking about, you know, (laughs) digitals. Right. Digital stimulation. But I I had to use Harry's voice to cut you off, Barrett. Because you you started going down that rabbit hole of, uh, you know, FCC violation. Yeah, that could be rough. Right. Now, is the second one 60 or 30? Second one to 60 as well, and it comes from yesterday. Let's do it. The, the middle. It is one of the most familiar faces you have seen on screen. And the irony, Mr. Jeremy Piven, that we can't see you. There he is. How much of your past roles comes up in the stand-up? Um, I tell a story about my mom has been my acting since I was a kid, so I run lines with her. So everything I said is already gold. I said to my mom's face, which is insane considering how foul mouth my character is. And so I, I literally go into a story where I talk about running lines. Um, do I see a baby? Is there a baby in the shot? Is that an actual baby? I'm, That's so, a real baby? I'm worse than the person who brings a baby to the we movies. Yeah, look, it's it's COVID. It's the pandemic. Don't blame Jeremy, me. Jeremy. Jeremy. eating the baby, bro. It's true. Well, That's how awkward that was. Did that baby come out of your mangina? The middle with Aton Sanders. Wow. Wow. Same right there, man. That's all. Like, they should be running that on Peralt show coming yeah. up next on Denton Day, who we'll talk to tomorrow. Like, they should be running these pro. That promo should be running across the network. I that agree. Amazing. I guarantee you we're the only radio show that has Mangina in a promo. <laughs> From Jeremy no Piven. 
Now, well, I know. Pippen, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Pippen did a bunch of hits yesterday. Yeah. And he's like, this is the longest. <laughs> <laughs> we took full advantage of every single second, too, man. That was amazing. Great job, Ron Culver. Yeah, nice always, work. But that is, that's something else. That's this great work by you. <laughs> All right. We got to get into this rumor, right? Yeah, it's just, uh, you're not going to be, it's underwhelming. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is not The baby doesn't news. even want anything no. to do with this thing. Well, look, it's underwhelming, but it's still worth it. Yeah. We'll talk to everybody on Sports Map tomorrow, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Overtime coming up next. All right, so let's get into it. All right. Uh, Newbeck piece today on Philly Voice. He's um, quoting, paraphrasing ESPN's Zach Lowe, who delivered a long piece on the offseason, and Lowe named the Spurs among other teams, as one of the teams who has expressed interest in Simmons. He highlights the Spurs, sort of, you know, outside of Minnesota, Golden State, but he's focused in on the Spurs. Now, what would you get in return from San Antonio? They don't really have a whole lot. They don't have anybody. They're kind of in draft purgatory, aren't they? Yeah. I mean... Have they taken anything back with that DeRozan... Deontay Murray, he can't shoot. Right. You know, I'm so sick of, of having to deal with these guys that can't shoot. <laughs> Seriously. Just give me some offense. Yeah, give me somebody that can make buckets. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Professional basketball. We're trading a guy because he can't shoot. I don't right. want to be bringing back other guys that can't shoot. You're right, man. That that roster looks horrible for yeah. real. What about Joshua Primo? That's the kid they just took this year. I don't know much about him. Me neither. Mock Ke drafts had primo. This is from our buddy MKB. Where's he from? Uh, mock drafts, by the way, had him going late in the first or early in the second. Was this a 18 years old primo youngest prospect in the draft? He'll be the youngest player in the NBA next season. He enters oh. the league after just a single season playing 19 games where he did start, Harry, for the Crimson Tide. Okay, Alabama. He All right. Well, okay, but hold on. 22 minutes, three and a half rebounds, 8.1 points. He also shot 43% from the floor, 38 from long range. Look, he's 18 years old, yeah. and I don't know what you could expect from him right away, but yeah. if he's your eighth or ninth man, I, I don't know if he could even play at that point in the yeah. league right now, but maybe guy, that's... Maybe I mean, that's he's, he scores eight points a game in college. How many threes could he be jacking up? Not Probably one or two a game, right? That's fair. Yeah. So the percentage doesn't really mean much to me. Now, is this he, somebody like Corey Maggette who didn't play at all and you knew just because of the team was stacked ahead of him and it was just about getting him to the league? Yeah. Before he got hurt, but this that man that, that room was just as just as bad as the 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 Minnesota rumor, man. I, I don't mm. want anything from Minnesota either. So here's what yeah. I was thinking, Barrett. You raise an interesting point about Minnesota. So Remember, I think this was over the weekend or maybe Friday. Kendrick Perkins came out with something that is just utterly and absurdly ridiculous on the surface, which is Ben Simmons is prepared to sit out until he's traded. Yeah. He's under contract for the next three, four years with a ton of money owed to him. No way in hell is he going to sit out. So we know this is if it's true, which I didn't even believe it's true because it didn't make sense. August 10th is when it came out. Like how in the world 
would would Daryl Morey go back to Ben Simmons and say, we're not going to trade you August 10th? It's it's way too early to make that statement. But now as, as we talk through this, I'm trying to think, all right, let me give Perk, not that he deserves it on this report, the benefit of the doubt here and try and figure out a scenario that makes sense. Why would, after it's been reported, gentlemen, from mm-hmm. both Woj and Shams, that Simmons and his camp clutch were actively okay and involved in helping to trade Ben Simmons. Why would it go from that to a 180, which is, hey, man, we're prepared to sit out until he's dealt. The only, only, only way I'm thinking this could make sense to me would be if Daryl Morey went back to Clutch and said, we got your trade, brother. It's either San Antonio or Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And Ben Simmons is like, what? I ain't going there. Exactly. Right. So maybe, maybe Perk is right in some regard where this is a leverage play, not to trade him in the first place, but to not trade him to both Minnesota, as Barrett said, and San Antonio, as we said, which is not enticing at all. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I could see Uh, that. And John Dickerson on the stream points out that uh, they've got Lonnie Walker down there in San Antonio. He's from Reading High. I like him. I'll say now we need picks, though. You know, you need picks. Because the Sixers are going to be in the playoffs. The Sixers are winning the East or right there next to it. You need picks. I, I love Daryl Morey, but I can't, I don't know what their long term success is going to be drafting at the end of the first round. Why not give your opportunities a better chance, even if you're drafting like 13th or 14th, right. as opposed to 29th and 30th? Right. The back end of the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, man. I mean, I don't see any work. I mean, you're still not going to get anything close with either organization to a Ben Simmons in return. Yeah, you're just not going to get probably it. not. There's no problem to it. I mean, they're not. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. so, what you're not doing it? No, no. Well, what if the guy says, I want out? I mean, you, you've played a ben game Simmons, same level. bring your ass back here and play defense. Yeah, but you're looking at now. Look at you standing for the for the squad now. Look at you standing up, capping for the for management, Barrett. Come on, wow. put yourself back into a player mode where you go to the general manager of the Detroit Lions and say, "This is it. I'm out. Like I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore." And and again, like that, I I don't know what happens if that's the point. What happens if if Simmons is like, "I've had it here." I'm right. sure you thought that if you haven't said it to your agent or manager. I'm sure you've thought that at points. Yeah, man, but still, man, you know, here's the, all right, this is it in a nutshell. This is it in a nutshell right here, man. <laughs> he did them to himself. The organization didn't do it to him. They didn't stop him from shooting or dunking that last basketball. No, right? I know. I get they that. They didn't do but, anything. But he looks at it upon them that they right. want to change his game. They're not satisfied with what he already brings to the no, table. he's not. That's all him. What do you, what do you hey, mean? He's, he's, he's satisfied with his game. That's that's been the biggest. But he's he's part. really not because he saw because he was so scared. He was out of he was out of sorts. He even said it to he even said it to to everyone that yeah you know I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I you know I, I you know I, I it's in my head. You know what I'm saying? He said that stuff. The the, the organization didn't. Organization hasn't said anything. But all right, he wants to trade. Yes, but remember, we've had the both Woj and Shams incorporate Simmons and Clutch 
-hmm. in their tweets reporting saying that they're okay with it, that they're publicly on board with it. So that's where this whole thing of the frame of, oh, Simmons is going to sit out, Simmons is going to sit out, seemed a little odd. I, I don't know. I mean, like this this relationship, it, it feels a lot like Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's fractured. He's, trying to make, yeah. he's looking like the he's trying to make himself out the victim. No, yeah. you did it You're to right. yourself. This right. is all right. self inflicted worms, uh, wounds. You know, he 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 needs to you know pull his head out of his ass and, and and play ball, man. You know, they didn't tell him not to shoot free throws. They didn't tell him not to dunk the basketball. They didn't tell him to to to, to not average. Uh, over you know ten points a game. That's that's mm-hmm. all him. Yeah, but I, I you know they support him with everything. Doc Rivers supported all that. Correct. Right. But here's the thing. Until now, right. The one dynamic, and this what's this is what makes it so unique. Where we can't find these examples in sports, or this example in sports is Ben Simmons does do things not only well at an All NBA level. So it's not to justify Barrett what he doesn't do. It's to say that he he stands on enough ground where he's like, hey, man, I don't need to be an all-star shooter. Right. I don't need to score 20 a game. I'm one of the best players in the NBA, one of the best young players in the NBA. As is. As is, right. Yeah. And and that's where I think and, – and look, to his credit, he has not rested on any laurels on defense. He's got significantly better on defense since he's come in the game. He's become even a better passer as mm-hmm. gifted as he is to move the ball since he's come in the game. So that's where, I, again, I think there's such a disconnect between Simmons and the entire fan base, including me and Harry on your side, Barrett, is Simmons is like, dude, I do 95% of these things at an all-NBA or all-star level. I right. do one thing at a dog shit level. I'm good. Right. Like, Isn't that enough for you? Yeah, exactly. Right. Are right. you not entertained? Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. But is it not? But see, but there and again, it's not enough for him because he saw his flaws. His flaws were finally open that he had to account for them. You know, he used to be able to say, all right, you know, I'm an all-star. Mm-hmm. Well, this time he by himself saw the flaws and 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 reacted to the flaws and saw what he was. Oh, bringing so you think he's gonna change? I mean, he has to change. change. <laughs> don't give me the rocky dog yeah. <laughs> now play action real wants a shout out from you barrett or his son colin it's his birthday oh get out get out let me yeah. see hold on where's it let me see it all right sticks august 12th that's a good that's a good month that's a strong month august 12th yeah that's oh, august. My, my, my my brother that's and mother okay. are in five days so that's this is a great range what's his name Colin, Colin. Well, well, yeah. All right. Happy birthday, Colin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My son's birthday is tomorrow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. Let me mute my mic so you don't have my kid ruining his kid's birthday. Go ahead. Well, hey, happy birthday, Colin. Definitely. It's his birthday, man. That's 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 cool. My my son's birthday is actually uh on the thirteenth. It's tomorrow. So, you know, two two uh what they Leos, two Leos. Happy birthday, bro. Now, now, could could Barrett do cameo with that? If that was his yeah. audition for cameo, would they give him the green light? Or no, not? I, th- I think you're on. It's just about this is supply. Cameo is capitalism. It's supply and demand. If you okay. stop that, then nobody's coming back to you, man. Unless okay. you're famous. 
So, yeah, I think Barrett passed my – I'd hire Barrett on Cameo. Well, Joey camp, B's but. saying send Barrett $40 for his Cameo account. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right, we're out of here. We're back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you at 11 a.m. post-Eagles. Have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.